You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and this is episode 213, 14? Fuck, I just remembered it before. I just checked. Every time I check right before the show, so 12, it's 14. I think it's 14. Anyway, uh, as always, make sure you follow the Feedback everywhere on social media, uh, BAK uh instagram all that good stuff go back to the archives i had some really good uh guests i've been on the road lately with some really longer shows but still good shout out to rachel sterling shout out to nate Klingon. uh shout out to everybody i've had on the show um and without further ado let me introduce my guest i got the very funny aaron cheatham from the gray area podcast that's what's up hey man, how you, how been, you man? doing pleasure pleasure thank, thank you, you for being for, here thank y'all for tuning in uh being Look, with my man back Yo, I, I'm nowhere near the quality of production that you had at your studio. <laughs> I'm sitting here in my living. We're sitting in my living room. I got two lights. I have one camera. Yes, yeah, you had a whole fucking Howard yeah, Stern set up over we, there. We got a whole um, kid and kid and caboodle over there. Um, not my money. So yeah, I was about to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. if if it was if we were running gray area the way we used to run black and tan, it would be in my living room. Yeah, is it just like this? Yeah, I mean, but we, I mean, I don't have no lights. We would have just turned the fan off and turned the light on overhead. <laughs> I didn't hear the <laughs> fan over the mic. <laughs> yeah. What does that sound? No, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is essentially like what I used to do before we uh, hooked up with Hot Pie Media. This was my setup. This is how I did it in the garage, in the house, or on on location. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, with, through the graces of of uh, of our overlords at Hot Pie, you know, they've uh, called overlords already. Goddamn. Hey. <laughs> All held, all held the pie. Hey, bake fresh daily, baby. Hot pie meat. I'm playing, um, but uh, no, nah, because of because of like you know the investments they put into making sure that everything looks top notch, like high class quality. Uh, I mean, we've been we've benefited from that tremendously. You know, like yeah, I mean it, it's uh, I was blown away by the production quality, the setup, everything. The sound was dope. Camera work. Shout out to your team, man. Shout out to Chad, actually. Big shout, shout out to, to Chad. Chad. Yeah. What did Chad have to do with what they did? Well, he's not here. You're representing a little. You've been talking about hot pie. So I'm. Okay. Shout out to Chad. What up, Chad? Or not. All right. Fuck you, Chad. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Chad, forget your ass. Yeah. Fuck Chad. We're talking about hot pie. <laughs> Talk about Aaron Cheatham, Gray Area podcast and shit. Yeah, the, you know Aaron's the star of the show. There's no, I'm, I don't know about that. Hot Pie's the star of the show. All right, I'll give you that. That, that, I, that production quality is the star of the show, <laughs> goddammit. Um, just happened to be there. I'm a byproduct of, of all of their hard work. Wait, so how long have you been podcasting then? I started podcasting in 2013. Same year I did? Yeah, 2013. But, but here in Austin? Here in Austin. Uh, I didn't. With the black I thought and I was the first. Mm-mm. 2013 Black and Tan podcast kicked off October 20th. Uh, and you have two months on me. Consistently? Yeah, we did it from 2013 until about the end of 2018, beginning of 2019 is when is when we stopped. But, I mean, I was running uh, Black and Tan with myself, Jacob James Garcia. Uh-huh. Uh, then we brought in Simply Courtney and Josh Castro because we were uh, okay. yeah. at the same time, we were also running the Guns and Giggles comedy show out of Central Texas Gunworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Michael Cargill. He just brought the show back without us, but he brought it back. Um Hey, more power to him because yeah. I mean, we were done with the name. We were done with it for right now. Uh, he had talked to me about possibly bringing it back, bringing it back, but he brought it back. So, um, but we were running Guns and Giggles for three years out of a gun store while also 
Doing podcasting. comedy at a gun store. Yes, doing comedy shows out of a gun store monthly, every second Saturday of the month. With the gunshots in the background. No, no, no. So we we made it look dope, you know, because we were in. So he has a room. You're in the range. Where there's the no, there's are. no range. There's no range. There's no range. <laughs> it's not a shooting range. It's a gun store. It's where you go to buy the guns and the ammo. There's got to be an area in the back when people start shooting shit. Well, I mean, Mike gets a little crazy, but uh, the uh, my point. In in he has a classroom where he teaches his uh, concealed handgun license classes and other uh, gun law related classes. So we would go in there, move the tables out the way, set up the chairs. Like a like a for a show, uh-huh. and for the first year or so, um, like the background was like the where he taught and stuff, and then eventually I went and uh, my homegirl Maria, uh, I used to work with her at my old job. You know, she's an older Mexican lady, so she sews like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So I went and got a bunch of fabric and asked her if she could make make them into curtains for me, and she did. So she sewed them. So we had a red and black uh, curtain backdrop that we would hang up before the shows. So you wouldn't even, once you got into the actual room where we were doing the show, you would hardly even know you were in a gun store because we had a curtain backdrop, which created a little backstage area for the comics to go. Uh, and everybody's sitting there. My DJ, my brother-in-law, Mr. Brown Sounds, was on the ones and twos right there, creating the vibe and the energy in the place. Wow. Uh, it was a legit, a legit-ass show. Like I said, we ran for three years out of there. Mike would go get... Uh, I never heard of it. Well, I'm not I'm, saying it wasn't legit because uh, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I'm saying it. I no, never I mean, heard about it. Here you are, the king of the nightlife no, no, in this no, no, town. No, 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 the, no, no, The king of Austin back nightlife. Then, back then I was. Yeah, back then you were the king of Austin nightlife. You're like, I had never heard of that. Well, then maybe maybe you were your your uh, um, lordship didn't span far enough, Simba. <laughs> maybe you were not the king of all you see. <laughs> you, yeah, the light didn't touch your king. Yeah, that's your right. shit. Yeah, we were living in the darkness. Trust yes, me. you were in the elephant graveyard. I were you chilling on Pride right. Rock. Yo, we were the hyenas like a motherfucker. Yeah. And I was Uncle Scar. <laughs> <laughs> and I moved faster. But yeah. yeah, the light didn't touch your shit. That's uh, why I didn't see it. But yeah, so we were running that and running uh, a podcast. So it started off with me and Jacob James Garcia. And then um, when we brought in Courtney to help out, Courtney hosted uh, the Guns and Giggles show. Mm-hmm. And then we brought him in onto the podcast because we had got like a deal that lasted for a summer with Miami Sports Network, MSN. Um, what? For what? Yeah, we, for what? So like the podcast. No, no, we were they they reached out to us to uh to be on their network down in Miami, and every Saturday oh. we would our, we would do the Black and Tan show, uh which was basically the podcast. But uh we we brought in Courtney officially to the podcast. He was a guest uh, slash friend of the show, and then when we went to to Miami Sports Network, uh we brought Courtney in full time on the podcast, and me, Courtney, and Jacob would do uh do a show for them every Saturday. And that lasted for about two months or so, two or three months. The deal lasted two months? It, uh, yeah. What, then we what, had to what, sever what ties. It up? It, uh, they were making money off of yours? They, I don't know that they were making money. And, so why'd you cut it off? Uh didn't fit? I, I would say the there brand? Were, there were there were <laughs> there were elements that didn't align between both parties. Well, of course, uh, I would assume that. Otherwise, you're still being there. Yeah. Well, and then they they ended up dissolving within six months of us leaving. Uh, oh, the whole network. Yeah. Well, so what happened was the guy that was like the CEO or founder of it ended up uh, getting a job working for ESPN in DC, like ESPN Radio. Got his own show in uh, on on I ESPN. Fuck a podcast. I'm going. Yeah. yeah. He said so. He's basically a hey, fuck the network. Uh, I'm gonna go do this. Yeah. And so he went and did that. Uh, but we were already out by then. Um, but yeah, to answer the question, yeah, we ran it ran consistently. We had like so many projects going through black and tan at once. We were all working on our stand up. We were running a 
show at the gun store. Uh, then I started a spinoff what podcast. Was crack on the side? I mean, you're making it sound like you all no, had like I 25. Had, no, here's the thing. I was I was working a job that I had to be at at 5 in the morning every day. Sheesh. I was working like a 5 in the morning shift, still getting up doing stand-up, running this podcast, running the com- the gun store. Like, I didn't actually perform at the gun store because I had too many hats on as it was. Yeah. Um, that's why Courtney hosted it. Uh, but, I mean, I was still like, you know, Russell Simmons in that shit. Me and Jacob were still booking talent promoting the show getting all that i mean we were packing it out like we had a stretch for about a year where we you know were at capacity 50 to 60 people every show wow in a in, in a chl classroom of a gun store you know and we were where was the, where was the gun store central texas gunworks where's that it's a uh, ben white and congress oh, okay that's so, why i didn't know yeah we were down south <laughs> That's what I know. We were past where your kingdom started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anything Yours. south of downtown, mm. you can't find back there. <laughs> oh, let there be a jump off on Slaughter. Back's not there. I, I, don't even I had know. some friends who live in that part of town. Oh, okay. And yeah. They're like, oh, are you coming through? Ah, uh, no, nah, I ain't passing the river, man. Yeah. No, I feel the same way about coming north. I was like, ah, I don't really feel. Well, welcome to South Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Uh, yeah. So I was running a, a spinoff show mm-hmm. from Black and Tan called Nation of Doom which was a wrestling podcast. And that was me and Derek Fields. He was another member of the black and tan family. And me and him did that weekly. And so when black and tan started to wane, because Jacob, you know, started getting booked uh, in Australia and he'd be gone for like two months at a time uh-huh. to Australia doing, uh, you know, different festivals and whatnot. Uh, then he was trying to expand his, his brand internationally. Uh, it got a little tough. You know, I was running it with uh, Courtney and Josh Castro and, uh, it just it wasn't as consistent, right? And we had ran that thing. We ran two hundred fifty. Like what, what, what was the format? Just shooting the shit, or you were covering like you know music and it was pop it, culture type shit. Or, you are seeing or you a more polished version of it in gray area. Uh, it was it was okay. So um, we played a game on Black and Tan with our guest every week called "That's My Word," and I would go to Urban Dictionary mm-hmm. and. Uh, give them three words, and they I give them the word. They had to guess what the word means. We still play that game on the gray area, mm-hmm. uh, but I changed the name from "That's My Word" to "Oh My Word," and uh, and on gray area we play a bunch of different games. I'll pick out a game depending on who the guest is. But yeah. in uh, in the black and tan days, the game we played was uh, "That's My Word." Every episode, so every episode I was on, and I would throw out words to our guest, and that was like the icebreaker type game. And then we would just have conversations with people, much like what you saw in Gray Area. It's, it was the same Like thing. that organic type of combo, yeah, not interview a, type. Because that, that's what I did for a while because the type of people that I had on, some of them I, I knew, I've known for years. Mm-hmm. Some of them I was meeting for the first time, like on the podcast. That That's not most of them. but but Or I, I knew them from around the way, but I can't say that I've had a deep conversation with them. Right. So when it came on the podcast, it was like, some people they gave me like the I would say the business answers type shit. Right, right. Because I'm like, you realize that you're not here just to plug your shit. I'm just trying to talk. Yeah. And second, um, story is always good. If you tell a good story, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I had kind of like my set of questions, whether if it's a DJ, if it's an artist, or booker, or door guy, or bartender. So I had my my questions in in my head. But when you have somebody like I'm trying to think who I had on, I actually had to do a lot of research. Um, well, not to brag, I had the mayor. I had to do some research on that shit because uh, you can't. You Just, know, yeah, you got to come correct. Um, Hella Yellow was another one. Okay, 
Cause I, the band, I mean, he won awards. He's done all kinds of shit. And I knew him. Like I'd say hi to him and everything. I mean, I can't say he's my boy or anything, but you know, someone I respect for what he did, mm-hmm. what he's brought to. to and he Austin. was at UT a lot when you were out there, right? Yeah, I think he went to HT though. Okay, because I know my wife uh, knows Heliella too, because from I guess parties and stuff around UT. Probably, but I think he, he went to HT. Okay, I went to UT. I didn't know him. I'm, I didn't know him then. I'm just knowing from from DJ. Okay, but like just researching some shit, uh, like. That would take me a solid like two three hours. Mm-hmm. Just grab some notes. Now, at the time, I was like, "Okay, we're gonna do." This is what Miko was telling me. He's like, we need to have segments. I'm like, segments. I just want to talk. He goes, "Okay, part one. Like, what part one? Let's do the background thing. All right, cool. Where you're from? How you used to get started? Blah blah blah. And then this the second part was more of a like extrapolate on their background yeah. and talk about something that they're an expert in and dive into that. Because uh, Miko was a very, he's a very like data guy, like a data analysis type of guy, mm-hmm. really most organized motherfucker I've ever met, and planning and everything. So um, it was just, but it, it felt off to me because when I talk to people, I don't necessarily think ahead. I don't have an agenda. Yeah, I'm listening I'm to what talking. you say, and I exactly, wanna... and I and, and you know, a lot of times people don't have the capacity to to uh, extrapolate. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you're talking to somebody and then always they always bring it down to themselves of what they've experienced. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool, but let's let's elevate debate a little bit because right, you know, trying to go somewhere instead of always well my well not what I did and blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, I right, enough about you. I know you're the guest, but shut up. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about this idea. Yeah, it's an I idea. Wanna, I want to transfer of ideas and thoughts. Thank you. That's what a podcast is for. Because I I mean I get the whole um. You know, you got to be, a, I think it's a better way to be authentic if you're just, yeah, you're sharing your point of view, but you're actually able to like, you know, elevate a little bit and talk in more like abstract terms mm-hmm. and then bring it back down if you need to. But it, when it's always about you, I'm like, all right, man, this is boring. As fuck. And that's, that's what I'm the same way. So, and that's like uh, where we're at with the gray area. Uh, Cause like Chad didn't have as much podcasting experience. So when we'd have like our first few guests were like guys that we had to do research for, you know, like, 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 uh, like local celebrities. No, no. Like, um, like Peter Joseph, he's the guy that created the zeitgeist movies. He's the uh, the author, director, okay. writer of the zeitgeist movie. Yeah. So he's used to that kind of like interview type shit. Right. It's question, answer, question, and, answer. But, but for me, I'm, I'm a conversational dude. Yeah. Me too. And, and, but you know, uh, and Chad is more like Miko, and uh with he's got prepared questions and here's my question and then you know he had his his way of doing it and i I was like can we just talk to him like i just want to i just want to talk so chad comes in uh he's 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 a little bit looser now but those first like 10 episodes on hot pie if you go back and look at them because we had like guests that we did have to do some research for we had peter joseph shahid butar uh gregory sams no idea shahid butar ran against uh nancy pelosi uh, for the for Congress in uh, California last year. Oh, politics! Yeah, Gre- Gregory Sam created the Veggie Burger back in the eighties, and then got into chaos theory. Um, we have Foster Gamble on. He's the heir to Procter and Gamble. Uh, and You're he- saying that like it's nothing. <laughs> the heir of Procter and Gamble. He's- I mean, might as well have Zuckerberg's kid when he's eighteen. I might as well. Um, but we had like all these cats on that had like all this information that I thought was really interesting, right? So, yes, I want to, uh, you know, maybe ask the, the, the stock questions you have to. Yeah. But for me, like for me, I didn't want to like I let 
Chad asked those questions because that's that's where he felt comfortable. But for me, it's like I'm listening to what they're saying, and I'm like, no, 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 talk about that some more. Like, let's talk. I don't want to know. I don't want you to talk to me about your documentary. I don't want you to talk to me about all this stuff. Like you're doing. Like we had um, uh, who's a, like so we had uh, we've had so many good people on, uh, but like I I couldn't. Dylan Avery, Dylan Avery. He uh he made a documentary about police brutality. Right. Okay, that could be interesting. And, and I mean, it's got to be interesting. It, it was, and I, you know, did all the research on him before. He's got one on police brutality and some other ones, but I don't want to hear about what went into making a docu- documentary. I wanted to know, like, you were there on the ground. Explain that to me. Tell me what it's like when you're in the house with these families. Uh-huh. Like, what was that like? That's got to be a trip to like, you know, you're documenting people going through heartbreak and then going into court and getting their heart broken again. Like, I want to know. As a human, what is that like? You were in the, you were in all the protests and the rallies and stuff. What's that energy feel like to be in the heart of a protest with the people that like have the most to yell about? I want to know, you know that. You know what I would ask? Huh? What were you wearing at the protest? Me? No, I mean, I would, no, oh no, yeah, yeah. No, what no. was he wearing? No, 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 no. Because the thing is, it, it's not always to get in that mindset from an interviewee's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting comfortable. That's why you do your break, your icebreaker shit. Because yeah. you're getting comfortable, like just, hey, this is not your regular type of interview, quote mm-hmm. unquote. We're going to be talk, shooting the shit. Yeah. So if you, that's why when you start off with, uh, you know, so what did you eat that day? Like, what time did you wake up? What did you do the night before? Right, like, right. I'll get to that. And then you can get into, okay, so tell me about the day you went out there. And yeah, then you were exactly. in the middle of all this shit. That's why we play the game. So that way you're comfortable with us and we're comfortable with you. We're, we're, we're on a level. And I like to show, I like to play the games at the beginning of the show. So that way it can show the more human side of the person. Yeah. You know, like you can, we can talk about your work all day, but I don't, I don't necessarily want to talk about your work. I want to hear you respond and know the person that you are on the inside. So we play a game where top five or um, Julian's got water, whatever the game might be. And the reason that we play that is because I want you to not be prepared and have to think and be authentic. Mm-hmm. And then our audience gets to know you and they're invested as, and our you guest as a person, as, a person yeah. as opposed to, Oh, all of your accomplishments and whatever titles you might bring. Uh-huh. That's all fine and dandy, but like I want to know the person. So enough plug in the podcast then. <laughs> no, I got like twenty more minutes of podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, good, we're good, we're good. So were you a fan of Howard Stern growing up? Because that's exactly what he did. Not really. Really? Not really. I mean, I, I wasn't not a fan, but it's just I wasn't exposed to a lot of Howard Stone Stern. Like I apparently I, he said Stone, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I wasn't mm-hmm. uh exposed to a lot of Howard Stern growing up. Like I knew it existed and I would watch But what even I could. when he went when you went to to satellite in twenty is it two thousand six? Something like that? No? Do I look like the type of brother that got satellite? It don't matter. But it was on K Rock, but actually I think you're nerdy enough to figure out ways to listen to it for free, which I did. Yeah, for there was years. <laughs> for years. If I wanted, if I wanted to, then yes, I would have. But I was probably at that time. I was probably finding ways to watch uh, WWE Raw for free. Oh, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. But, but, but my, what I'm saying is like that style of conversation, where it's like, um, that's the best. It's a, yeah, because you know, the type of everybody says like the type of questions you will ask, you won't find that shit on late like late night TV. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get on Jay Leno, you get on any of these fucking shows. It's like. Oh, so tell me about your dog. Who gives a shit about your dog? Like, what was it like working with Martin Scorsese? Nobody's going to say, oh, my God, it was horrendous. It's never going to happen, right? right? And um, But at least he got to where 
he got people so comfortable with answering his questions, he became a master at it. Mm-hmm. And people would actually get in, sometimes get in trouble for saying too much right. on, on, his, on his show. I was about to say podcast, on his radio show. And, but the whole, hey, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk for two hours, not un- uninterrupted, which is why he went to satellite. Right, to, right. Uh, to no commercial breaks. Yeah, no commercial breaks. Don't eat, and then he could do whatever. He, I mean, he kept bragging about that for years. Um, but at, at, to, to me, it's like that's how you get to know a motherfucker, right? And not because everybody it it, it 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 sucks when you're you're always in sales mode. Mm-hmm. You're always selling yourself, or you know you're. Whatever you got going on. I mean, I'm glad if Austin becomes that shit like it is in L.A. Because I've never been to L.A., but everybody who goes there, who lives there, tells me you can talk to the fucking the barista at Starbucks. She's got a project going on. She can't wait to tell you about it. Well, she gives you <laughs> your latte. Yeah. And, and But here it's like, you know, as the city grows, you're like, okay, is it going to be one of those? Uh, yeah, I got everybody got a hustle that they want to plug. Everybody wants to, you know, um, sell something. Instead of just, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Right. Right. How long have you been in Austin? Since 2008. Okay, so you're, you're qualified. Well, qualified for what? <laughs> what are you, is there you, a draft? You've been here long enough. You know, I was there, you've been, you, know, you, know, you know what it is. Okay. You've been here long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say when it, in, in Austin, there's always a, is it two degree separation? Mm-hmm. Like case in point, we talked about it last time, right? Yep. Um, and um, you can't. If you're into something, you're going to run into somebody who's into the same thing, mm-hmm. and then you're going to collaborate. And it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a money. She's going to be, yeah, hey, you cool, we cool. You know this guy, he's cool. All right, cool. Let's just do some shit. Yeah, let's just make some moves. Absolutely. That's it. It, it it doesn't come down to uh, how can I use you, blah blah blah, that type of shit. So at least, at least I like that. I hope we don't. I hope really hope we don't lose that shit. That's part of the uh, the charm of this city, and hopefully we, you know, all the weird has been sucked out this some bitch, but. I still like, see some shit. There's, there's not as much as we used no, to. No, no, not as not much. As, no. And it, it's I, they they're trying to suck it dry, but there is still a charm to this town where where people city city city. Excuse me, to, the, <laughs> to this city, Pride Rock over here, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Pride Rock, bitches. Oh shit! <laughs> Come talk that shit around the graveyard. See what? <laughs> see the hyenas gonna you get know your what I'm ass. Saying? Tear them ankles up, motherfucker. You don't even know. We slumming out here. Um, but no, nah, I hope I hope that little bit of charm st- sticks around. I was talking to who was it? Uh, Jason Rouse was telling me a story about like just some. Uh, I can't even remember the spe- specifics of uh, of his story, but it was one of those where he was out somewhere here in town, and somebody did something incredibly kind that he didn't even expect, and he's just like, "People do this still, you know?" Like, um, I went to uh, I? <laughs> right, I went to Evangeline. You ever been to Evangeline, the restaurant? Yeah. No, I know what it is, though, but no. So that's like one of my favorite restaur- restaurants in town. I was there with my family. We were all out. I mean, like, it was Christmas time, so it was like my whole family. It was about 10 of us at a table. Uh-huh. And uh, the waitress comes up and tells us, like, 20 minutes after we got there that our check has been paid for by somebody at another table that's already gone. And I was like, bitch, like, nobody does shit like that. I thought, I but it was like, that still happens. It still happens here in Austin. This is like a year and a half ago. Like, this still wow. happens here in Austin. And there's 10 of us sitting at a table. Somebody had already paid our tab before we even ordered. Did BLM just happen? No, Did no, Did George no. Floyd just get it's shot? Before then. This this is about, I get shot. Murdered? Then, uh, it was about eight months before then. Oh, wow. So, so this it, is it like wasn't late, even out of white guilt or anything? Not even out of white guilt. Just somebody did that. And I was just like, 
oh shit like that type of stuff still exists here in austin it may not exist wherever the fuck you're watching this at but here in austin you can still find that type of that type of energy like that weird stuff is gone but there's still some of that charm Did you find out who it was no because they had already bounced so we didn't even know and then now but now you're you have talking a about- side piece you're trying to no, 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 negative. <laughs> Just saying, if, if, I had, if I had a side, know you. if I had a side piece, I would not uh, attract the type of side piece that would pay for my whole family's meal. <laughs> all right, <laughs> she'd be at the table with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, trying to trying to fuck shit up. Um, but no, nah, like that stuff still exists here, man. And then you at that moment though, for me, it was one of those uh, looking at my family like. I don't know that bitch or that guy. I don't know. It's like, nigga, are we finna pay somebody else's lunch. <laughs> how about how about how about we just tip the fuck out of them, and then we and then we keep it moving that way. So that's what we did. We took option tip the fuck out of the the waitress and and the waitstaff. Okay. As opposed to passing it on to somebody else. We passed it on to the waitstaff. Yeah, you could have half a half. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, we're good. We did. I mean, because it's like, I mean, I don't know what they gave. It was like, I think they gave like $200. How much was you, how much do you think your tab was? Our tab was like um, somewhere between 135 and 160 probably off, off the dome. Oh, that's good. And it was already paid. And I think they had a little leftover. So we're like, whatever you have left over, keep that or pass it on to somebody else. And then we're going to tip you. I think we ended up tipping her like um, like 100 or 120, something like that. Like almost the amount, almost, yeah, yeah, that's good. The amount that's of good. the bill. Take care uh, of your staff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like, we could give this to another table or this chick is, uh, I'm not going to have this chick going to every table going, the last table paid for you, you know? So <laughs> we ended that chain and we just took care of her. And, and Good call. Good call. Yeah. That's, that's what, cause I've been a server, man. I've been, I've been, I've, the, I've done it too. Yeah. I've done it like, until, until you, you've worked on that side of the, the job. Yeah. Like you, you, you don't fucking know. I, I worked at, um. At a high-end Belgian restaurant in New York City. Damn. And my brother used to work there, um, and he quit, and I was there on vacation. And his motherfucker goes, hey, you want to make some money while you're here? I want you to work at my old job. They'll give you the, they'll give you the job. I was there for like uh, three weeks or something. I worked for like two weeks. And it was, and I was a busboy because that was just, you know, fill waters and yeah, that, clean just, tables and shit. yeah, shit like that, man. Which I didn't mind, but to see like the the fucking hustle, people just running around and having to deal with uppity motherfuckers all day. Like I get prop. Anybody works in the service industry can do it. Seriously, I, I can't. I have my look. I my fuse is this short. Like you, you say some shit sideways. I'm gonna curse. Oh, at well, you then in you would have been great at my restaurant. Because I've only been a server at one restaurant, uh-huh. and it's the only restaurant that you could ever get me to serve at, and that was Dick's Last Resort. I never heard of Dick's. Never heard of Dick's Last Resort? Here in town? No, it's in San Antonio. No, uh, I wouldn't Dick's, know. Dick's Last Resort. This, this is way past the light. You're going, oh, well, you're going yeah, yeah, dark. Yeah. This is dark now, over there. I'm, I'm, now <laughs> Shout I'm to my San Antonio, you, folks. I'm showing you the rest of uh, East Africa, okay? <laughs> I know how you West Siders do. <laughs> I found you. This is this is not the the oasis where Kuna Matata happens. No, 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 this no, is no. Way, We way past that, something. We no, no. We're out, we're hanging out around Blood Diamond area. Okay, like <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, so Dick's Last Resort. There's like uh, I don't know when I worked there. There was only six of them in the country. 
And then it went kind of it kind of went corporate, and now there's a, a few more around. But it's a theme restaurant where um, the wait staff is dicks to you. That's right. You told me about it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Where, where dicks. They, they, when I got there, they were starting to kind of like they were kind of PG thirteen rated R. It's called dicks. Yes, but when uh before I got there, it was NC seventeen X rated shit happening in there. I got there right when they were trying to change the image because they wanted to go corporate. So let's hire a black guy, a loud yeah. black guy. Uh, man, Make him no, tall. I was the I was the so at the at the San Antonio location. I was in the last group that they made actually do auditions. After that, you know, you would put in an application. Oh, hold on, and hold on, shit. Hold on, hold on. Pause. You had to do an audition mm-hmm. to work at a restaurant, not a resume, in an interview, an audition. Well, there was a there was an interview process. Sure, then, but you said audition, so I'm thinking, then, show me how big of a dick you can be, and I'll tell you whether or not you can work here. Partially, it was mostly hazing. It was it was mostly a hazing. Like thing. you already hired, or was this before? They didn't tell us we were already hired. <laughs> but you know. So they made us like. But they already knew. And we didn't know, and not at the time that they had us go up on the bridge and dance for fucking five minutes. You know, Holy like shit, they made us go up on the bridge and naked. You know, no, 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 no. It's the middle of the day. So and it's downtown San Antonio. It's a river walk. You can't be naked out there, especially a black man. Please, <laughs> it's called dicks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to haze the motherfucker, I mean, would have naked on river walk. They would have been impressed. The, the water's deep and cold too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit the bottom of this bitch. Watch yeah. me. This ain't nearly as deep as they try to make it seem. Yeah, them boats and not touching can, shit. I can stand I up am. in this shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they made us do like the audition was like uh, they gave us like some situations. Like they like improv stuff. They were like they put us on. There's a stage in the restaurant, and they like gave us some improv situations that we had to go through on stage on the spot. They split us up into teams, and each team had to come up with a sketch. Like okay, real life, like that would happen at the restaurant. No, said, okay, you're a firefighter. Some of that shit you're a didn't cop. even have anything to do with the. That's what I'm telling you. This had nothing to do with serving people. This was <laughs> okay. You're, okay, you're gonna have to give me an example. Because this is like if it's like you come home, your wife is with your best friend in bed. Uh, there's a machete next to the bed. No, no not even. Not even. Like, here's a stupid scenario. It has nothing to do with working in a restaurant. Um, what is your, uh, like, I think I think my group did, like, a sketch on, like, a spaceship. Like, we were on a spaceship going, th- like, you know, it had nothing to do with working in a <laughs> restaurant. It was, like, just straight up, like, we have five minutes to come up with a sketch, and then it was kind of, like, improv. They would throw some shit at us while we are on stage. Then we had to go up on the bridge overlooking the river walk and we had to like dance or sing a song or something like they we already had the job they didn't tell us they just <laughs> this is good you know what this is why every how every company should hire right now yeah let's see what we can get what we can make this motherfucker do yes. for a job. how much how bad you want to work here will you get your ass on that bridge and saying i'm a little teep yeah <laughs> guess what the ones that do they have um, benefits i think i think <laughs> i think i had to sing a song or something because like so the way i got the job at dicks to even begin with was uh so, you know Jay White Cotton, right? Jay White who? Jay White Cotton. He's a comic here in town from San Antonio. Maybe if I see his, maybe uh, if I see his so face. So, Jay, Jay and I, are we started in San Antonio. And mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, uh, I had got fired from a job or quit a job. Whatever, for whatever reason, I didn't have a job. And Jay was like, we were really good friends. We still are. Uh, he had a karaoke business. He had this thing called Bitter Karaoke he would do at this bar every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it was madly popular. It was ridiculous so occasionally he would like be like hey uh watch the booth i'm gonna go do some shit so he kind of showed me how to work all his karaoke stuff little by little mm-hmm. and he would like sometimes leave for an hour at a time and i'd be there running it so then he was like well i got a few more venues that are like asking for karaoke how about we split them i'll take three you take three 
And then I was like, cool. So he got me into doing karaoke. I was a karaoke DJ with uh, Jay Wycott for a while. Then he'd be like, I got a, there's a house party. I don't really want to do it. Or there is a house party. And it's my friend, so I'm going to be getting fucked up. Can you come through and do it? So I'd pick up the equipment, go over there, and I'd do that. So one of the spots he gave me was Dick's Last Resort. And I ran the karaoke there on Mondays. Mm-hmm. And it was shit. It was, it was total shit. Like, there was, and you wanted to work there? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it was shit because like, there wasn't nobody trying to do karaoke on the Riverwalk on a Monday. It was like th- their slow day. Oh, the place is on Riverwalk? Yeah, it's on the Riverwalk. Oh, okay. So, and they'd have like bands there. They had like, a band, like two bands that performed there regularly. And it'd be packed out for the bands and stuff. So I guess they, they were like, let's try out karaoke on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was the karaoke guy. And it was proper shit. So, or if, as my friends in the UK would say, it was proper shite. It was the fucking worst. Uh, mm-hmm. It was basically me singing Michael Jackson songs for, By two, <laughs> for two hours. Because it was like, mm-hmm. I can't just be, I'm spending music or stuff. And it's like, okay, I'll do a song. So I would do songs. Get, or, people, in the, get people in the mood? Yeah. Get, come I would on, just, y'all. This yeah, is come karaoke. On, it's karaoke. Rocking karaoke top all black day ass, long. <laughs> hopping and bopping and singing that song. All little yeah, birdies Robin. on Jay Burst. That was me. I learned that shit. Rock and Robin, yes, Rock and Robin, over yes. and over again, over and over again. Uh, so then, other people that worked there would, you know, like servers would hop on and they would sing some songs. It was basically just me and the servers doing <laughs> karaoke <laughs> while they were at work. It's, it's Cheatham and friends. <laughs> yeah. So, so they cut the karaoke. Right? They're like, we we're gonna let go of karaoke because it's not really doing anything. Yeah. But we are hiring. Uh, are you interested? And I was like, yes. And um, one of my friends, Nick Conrad. Uh, he worked there, and I was—I think I just moved in, or I was going to be moving into Nick's apartment, being his roommate. Um, so all everything was lined up for me to get the job before I even applied, because they knew me already. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did karaoke there for months, and it was proper shite. Um, and <laughs> so we, uh, so I—I I already knew most of them. I already knew the managers. I already knew everybody. Uh, it was really just a formality and a chance to see what they can get away with. And so hold on. So when you when you worked there. You were a ser- you're a server mm-hmm. or you a waitress? I was a, a waitress. Uh, Waiter? Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Negro. I know I shaved it down a little bit, but don't. No, don't. no, no. I'm, I'm trying to balance things out because it's called dicks. I'm trying to balance <laughs> Oh, trust well, me. The chicks that worked there were dicks, too. Some of them had bigger dicks than the guys. <laughs> I believe it. Shit, so we're talking about San Antonio. Wait, there's so, big so, dicks down there. So so you, you're, you're a waiter, mm-hmm. but like you're you're specifically trained. "Quote unquote trained to what? Like throw the mashed potatoes in their plate to say, "Hey, motherfucker! If you, I, I gotta, I gotta go. Can you, can you cash out real quick?" So or? I was specifically trained to be a waiter. Everything else was on me. Everything, but they expected that because you worked there. They expected us to be ourselves. That's that is the thing. Oh, so you're not supposed to be dicks. Supposed to be you. You can be a dick, but like for me, like I'm a dick. And oh my god, when I worked there, you would have motherfuckers hated me because you know, you know, the, sometimes the, the, the staff or the customers. Oh, staff love me. No, no, no. People in my everyday real life. Oh, because you know, sometimes when you work somewhere, or you're hanging around a certain crowd, that stuff rubs off on you. So sometimes, often, I was a dick in real life. You're doing comedy already? Yeah. Okay, that and, was and done. Th- let me tell you, this was the greatest job, probably the greatest job I ever had because it gave me the ability to do comedy. Whenever, what, like, if I needed to go out of town for a show, it was as simple as getting somebody to cover my shift. But they were all very supportive 
of what I was doing because everybody in there was artists. And the River Center Comedy Club was right down the street from uh, from from Dick's. So I could work a Friday night and get done or have somebody close for me and run down and get on the midnight show at, at uh, River Center. You know, so and they were and then they would come or people that were like customers that were there would come to the River Center mm-hmm. and, and check out the show like it was great. But in addition to that, the second reason why it was such a great job is because I was constantly able to entertain. Yeah, you were doing long. crowd work all, the all time. day long. So uh, they didn't you didn't have to be a dick. What they asked is just that. Be what you are, you know, and just crank it up. So some people some people were straight assholes. Some people were fuck do you want you know just going give it to them but never get fired for it never you were supposed to do that okay to an extent for me i i'm a smart ass i'm a bit of a smart ass yeah. i'm silly and they were like you don't have to be mean just be you so i would do shit like i was the guy that would just walk up to a table and throw the napkins in the air and then stare at them <laughs> you know or and i would just have fun I, my thing is i'm a shit talker i'm 14 generations deep in this Right, I, I, I can see that. So I would talk shit, and like to the point that like people would come to Dick's specifically to challenge me, like to to roast, like as a family. Yeah, that's happened. That's happened. Like, as, okay, all right, Timmy, we're gonna go to Dick's. You want me to you to Aaron's section? I feel like I've told this story a bunch lately, but like I guess the most epic version of that is I had roasted somebody. Uh, I don't know who it was. I roasted some dude. Like out of what? Just for the fuck of it, or because yeah, he said some so shit? So here's the thing: people want to talk back. They want to talk shit back, sure. right? Of course, and that's your hey. But you bring him food, so like, how much shit do you want to talk? To? No, it's it's cool. Bring it because I never back down from it. If you want to talk that shit, let's talk that shit. I don't shit. know, man. I w- I was taught don't fuck with people who bring your food. Hey, you would be surprised. So people would come at me with the bullshit. I come back and I would and I would roast their asses, right? Right. And uh, so. I roasted this one dude. I have no idea which guy, but I know there was this day where um, I was working on the patio. I was, they had just told me I was cut. So I still had, uh, I had a two top, an old couple mm-hmm. sitting at the table. So I went to them, got their checks. You want you ready for your check? I go to the computer, get their check. And I'm thinking, all right, this is it. Like, you know, in my mind, I'm checking out because mm-hmm. that's my last table. Mm-hmm. I get their check. I turn around and my entire section was filled in that short amount of time. I'm not even bullshit. I went to the computer, print out, sticking in the thing, turn around. My entire section, three picnic tables, was filled. Mm-hmm. That one table, the two older people were now surrounded, right? And I look, I'm like, you'd be fuck. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> fucking kidding me. It's like 25 people just sat down in my section. The fuck is this, right? So I go over there and I drop the, te- the check off. And at this point, I'm pissed. Because you're supposed I'm, to go. I'm, the fuck do y'all want? What are y'all, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. You Aaron? Who the fuck are you? Yeah, uh, our homeboy so-and-so was here last week, said you was talking shit. Now we here. All 25 of them. Yeah. And I'm like, so what, y'all came to talk shit or what's happening? So I'm trying to get like drink orders, right? It's water, 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 Bud Light, Bud Light, water, 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 Bud Light, water, water. And I'm thinking, as I'm writing, I'm like, y'all are wasting my motherfucking time. All this was, and they had came specifically to roast me as roast a family. Roast you, not fuck you up. Not fuck me up. And once I realized what I was dealing with, oh, this is what you came for? Y'all came to get roasted? Bet. Fuck you. Is this your mama? Dry, dusty pussy. This, I just roasted the whole, <laughs> I roasted the whole family. 
Like I and I, it was like as the older couple that I had been so nice to them the whole time. Uh-huh. I'm not always a dick. Sometimes if you're just nice people, I'll be nice to you. Um, but yeah, the, the old couple left, and as soon as it was like as they walked off, I looked back at them. I was like, "It's on now, bitches. <laughs> the chaperones are gone. <laughs> the, the, the Shackles se- are off. Seniors are gone. This is over. It's over now. Now I don't feel like I got to hold back because I've been. I was a sweetheart to that old couple the whole time, and they were about they to, see, the, to see it like I, that. I didn't want them to see the other side. <laughs> What kind of angry black man? It was so nice. And I, I roasted these motherfuckers, and we went back and forth, me and this family. There was only like three or four of them that were actually, the three or four that ordered the Bud Lights were the main ones talking, and everybody else kind of was drug along for the fucking show. Like, oh, yeah. black, black people? White people? Mexican. 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 Oh. Like, I feel like they were just That's downtown. why they came, so, so many of them showed That's up. That's why, yeah, they all the, came in one the, car, too. Yeah, the, the cousin, the the, fucking, the neighbor, they, the they second cousin. They all came cousin. in one El Camino. I believe it. <laughs> but that's the thing. They were all, they probably were just walking the river walk. And one of them was like, yo, is this that place? Is that the guy that he's talking about? Yo. And they fucking did it. So they just popped up on me. And I and I had to roast them all. And it was like, that was that was my everyday thing. It was like, I'd go to work. And I would work out different rants or different things. You'd and go home and write? You, you do this shit on stage too? Wait, would I write for my job? Yeah. No. But no. did, you, did you take some of this shit and put it in your comedy? Some of it. Some of the... Some of the uh, well, tell me you just did a bit just now. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, some of some of the shit that would hit at Dick's, I'd be like, bet if I could find a way to get that in here. Or sometimes I would like work out parts of my set on stage because or, or on on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so if yeah, I had sense. stuff that would uh, because I'm dealing with a captive audience, right? Right. So right. if I had something that that I was trying they, to figure out, they want out, food. Remember? Right, right, right. <laughs> they'll laugh. Yeah, they'll, they'll laugh. Yeah, laugh, uh, fucking menu, dude. Um, what the fuck? But yeah, I would I would work out shit on on on. My, my actual tables because that's what the place was for so i wasn't necessarily a dick as much as like i was just having fun being Wait. silly and if i had to go there like it was it wasn't shit and then the cool thing about dicks is if somebody was giving it to me mm-hmm. another waiter would see that shit or anybody else that worked there would see somebody getting their ass handed to them and they jump in real quick tag motherfucker and then <laughs> you know you, so it was like if i saw one of one of my you know co-workers getting roasted or getting their ass handed to them Oh, good luck, bitch! Like it's going, it's on and popping. You so know what, what happened now? Is it still open? Yeah, they moved it, so I don't even know where it's at now. But they moved it, and they've opened up a couple of other locations in the country. Uh, like I said, it was only six of them when I first started working. Oh, there. that's right, because I, I was like, yeah, they should open one up here. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yes. No, no Austin's too soft. Yeah. Austin's way too soft, especially with all these yeah, California yeah, corporate okay, motherfuckers okay, coming okay. in. No, but 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 that's the thing, like. If you bring that shit here, the people would go. We motherfuckers really like enjoy it type shit. I don't. Be, I mean, it doesn't need no, to be, be as big of, as an Easy Tiger. I'm not saying you guys got to be a bunch be of drunk thing. white guys here. Nobody wants the hat, word, hat backwards drunk white dude, fucking with flip flops on talking shit first, to them. For, yeah, first of all, white guys won't even take the job. <laughs> oh, they're not going to work there, but yeah. they'd be the ones that would be eating there. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be, be like, the clientele. Dude, let's go to the restaurant. We go talk so much yeah. shit. Bunch oh, but, of people from UT and shit, and I don't. Uh, nobody. Yeah, knows. you're right. You're yeah. right. I think Austin's not. They ain't got about. no education in San Antonio. It's a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. You <laughs> talk shit to them all goddamn day. <laughs> Shout out to San Antonio. Uneducated motherfuckers, like yeah, come on, please bring your stupid ass around here, big head Juan. Bring your ass, sit down. We fucking make fun of this watermelon head. You, <laughs> you kiwi eye looking motherfucker. <laughs> Walking around here looking like a real dumpling. Fuck you. Like <laughs> a real dumpling. <laughs> was, the, was the food good? Fuck yeah, man. Legit. Confirm. Really? Yes. What was the thing? What was the thing? 
I know this show is start, starting to be like become a food fucking talk about food last time, but I, I'm just curious because if you just went, the food was shitty. So here's the thing: they have fucked up names for most of their shit. Like, oh, like puns and shit. Yeah. So like they had these shit called boners, and I used to eat the fuck out of some boners. I'd suck them some bitches dry, like. Uh-huh. Uh, and the boner was Did you like chicken wings, huh? Just chicken wings, right? No, 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 no. These were like um, like beef tip. Like a it was like a bone with like the beef tip type joint on it and it was it looked like some shit out of the Flintstones no, yeah right out of the Flintstones just this bone with a, like a chunk of meat and it was beef but it was soft like like, like melt your mouth type well, shit like yes. orgy and shit and orgy fucking, in your mouth it just as soon as you bit into it it would just melt and the flavors were so on fire like the, the, the barbecue sauce the seasoning everything about it was fire it was so goddamn fire that I can I will I will admit for the first time openly I definitely ate the fuck out of some boners off of somebody's plate <laughs> All right, let's, let's isolate. I'm, I'm gonna tell my I'm gonna tell my producer to isolate this this sound bite just now. And that, ate, that'll be the intro. I ate, be the intro. I ate the shit out of some bonus. Shit. Good, good for you. Now, but you, you do, okay, so if they were to bring it to Austin, I think you you do that like you have a regular regular shift, but then maybe once a month you do like a fucking. No, man, you can't. If you, you have to let dicks be dicks, you have to because if you try to like, mm. if you, you try bring to, a whole different staff. That that day, it's like this is roast no, day. Man. If you show up and you're only serving them bones, them boners, the boners on that day. Boners went hard, but also they had chicken fried steak and chicken fried chicken, and they had chicken fried gator. Uh, gator, yeah, with jalapeno like white gator gravy. meat, like gator tail. Oh, okay. yeah, gator tail. Um, but like they had the jalapeno gravy, that was like hands down, bar none, the best white gravy I've had in my entire life. It was. I think I've had good white gravy, dude. Is they had this jalapeno gravy that was. I am like jalapeno. So yeah, that's out the, of the, the fl- it wasn't even as spicy; just that flavor. Like, like you ever had the? Oh, if you don't like it, never mind. But like, uh, HEB has this uh, cream no. of jalapeno uh, soup, and I use that when I make like macaroni and shit. Instead of you know when you melt your cheese down, like last night, I just made it last night. In fact, uh, <laughs> yeah, because I made I made a uh, buffalo mac and cheese last night. But you, uh, <laughs> so I what you do is like you know when you uh, when you. Make old school home style macaroni and cheese. You get the block of cheese and you melt it yeah, in the milk yeah. or whatever. So like the of, Velveeta shit. No, 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 not Velveeta, but like legit cheddar, like a block okay, of okay, real okay, cheddar. Okay, okay, um, okay. Like you would melt it down in milk or whatever. But I use uh, so this old black lady Deborah, uh, she had told me to use cream of chicken, and I was like, bet cream then, of chicken is good. The soup in the can. Yeah, yeah, so that's you, all right. So you put that in the pot and you would melt your cheese down in that because that gives you a little bit more flavor and creaminess to your uh, consistency to mm-hmm. what you're pouring on your noodles, right? And I was like, well, fuck a cream of chicken. They got cream of jalapeno. And that shit, like when you do a cream of jalapeno and you melt the cheese in it, it kind of tastes like queso. It just tastes like queso. Like, straight up. <laughs> like, really good queso. <laughs> like, without having to put the um the the, the diced tomato pepper joint, but it's just yeah. fun. it tastes like that, but it's just cream of jalapeno and cheese melted. Put a little milk in there, loosen it up a little bit, and you pour it on your noodles, present your little shredded cheese and shit. Throw that bitch in the oven. But uh, the fucking should have bought some. Should've I thought I got a big ass Tupperware of it in the fridge. I could have hooked you up. I didn't know if you had eaten or not. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm I mean, fine. and I, I figured with your uh, delicate French palate, you probably wouldn't get down with that. No, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. We're going there. We're going there. Am, this, I, am, well, I, am I not supposed to be roasting you on your own show? No, I don't give a fuck. Okay, cool. No, I ain't going to hurt my feelings. I'm African too, you know. Oh, we know. Yeah. You, you know, far west side. Yeah. yeah. Far, as far west as you can. 
Before this you... is actually a portrait from your front door back home, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. This, this is what happens. You open the door, you yeah. see elephants and giraffe and... Bagatissi, baba. It's fucking... By the way, do you know what that means? No, I don't know what that means. Hello, how you doing, giraffe? No, it's just it's stupider than that. What? It's like, um, hey, father, there's a lion coming. Shut up. I, I'm not making this shit up. It's Swahili. Really? Bye, bye, bye is, is is father in every African language in Arabic. But it's like, yeah, there's a there's a lion. Oh, you just reminded me of something. What? Did I look like Simba? No, no, no. When you said Baba and uh which reminded me of uh Black Panther, which reminded me of I'm taking you down a rabbit hole, which reminded me of the first time I officially met you. Like we were at a Creek in the Cave. Right. And I was on my way out and you were talking with Brandon. Uh, Lewin from Vulcan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went over to say bye to B, and he's like, "Hey, have you met back yet?" Yeah. And uh, I remember I stuck my hand. I go, "Yeah, I'm Aaron." And you said, uh, "Cheat him." And I was like, "Yeah, you know me." And and then you said in full Wakandan, uh, "Your reputation precedes you." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I was like, "Oh shit, this nigga got Wakandan on me." You, you sound bad. Yeah, because you had like. Usually, like like right now, you're not talking with full accent, but you laid all the African in your reputation precedes you. I said, "Oh shit!" I sound like sound like Jeffrey Joffa, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> said, "Shit, nigga!" Like I ain't nobody I, ever I, said no. I, I, I can lay with the thick African shit. Oh your yeah, your reputation precedes you. There it is. I was like, "Oh shit, nigga!" It's I don't give, know why I said give that. us free. Like, <laughs> oh come on, come on, no, 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 that that okay, okay, I got okay. I got. I got to tell the story. I got. Now, okay. the, now you made me think. Of okay. Shit. Okay. Uh, and by the way, I knew that was in your. Never mind. What? So my my my, my parents. For for those who don't know what the quote was from, it's from Amistad. Yes. Right. With Jamon Hunsu, with everybody fucking Is that says his name? that. Yeah, Jamon Hunsu. I just call him Amistad. Right. Have you seen that movie with Amistad and Inception? Oh, you yeah. talking about Blood Diamond? <laughs> <laughs> Blood Diamond. Yes. Is it, him? Is it a bunch of them? Is it, it, was in, uh, it was in some Marvel shit. No, it wasn't. Yeah, him. he was. He was? Yeah, he was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I said Amistad in space, my yeah, nigga. I was, that's right. He got free. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Real free. <laughs> Real free. He went all the way up there. Nobody else. No other black person went up there. Um, but anyway, my, my parents... It was my, my, so my brother and I have really close birthdays. Mm-hmm. And for our birthday, my brother's like, we're going to go to the movies. I'm like, we never go to the movies as a family. This never happened. Never. Oh, and really, that's what they took you to see. Yeah, we went to see Amistad for my birthday, for our birthday. Ooh. I've never been so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. At white people, at white people, okay. at a young age. Okay. When did, when did Amistad come out? Like 96? 96? Yeah, so it's like 13, 14, something like that? Yeah. Maybe, tw- I don't, yeah. And so, and, and here's the thing. We, so we watched the movie, we're in there. Were you in France when you saw it? I was in France, yeah. And, and here's the thing. I'm from Senegal. Yeah. There's one Senegalese dude in the movie. One guy. Is it him? No, no, it's not him. He's not okay. Senegalese, but it's, it, there's, a, there's a, like a random slave. How did you know he was Senegalese? Because he spoke our language. He has one line in the whole movie, and his line, if I translate, is "the fuck you doing here?" No, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the representation of your country. <laughs> the fuck y'all doing here? That's what they was. They were already on the boat. They were already on the boat, and that's the one line he says. And I'm like, "Oh!" And my dad said, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we walk out of there. We walk out of there, and I'm looking at. And this is the thing, like, because it's about the slave trade. So yeah. the French were very involved. I mean, every uh, to this day, you can go to Goa Island off the coast of Senegal and visit a, a slave house. Really? Yeah. And there's a. I've talked about this before. Like, there's a. Uh, it's an island, and there's a there's a fort on it, and this is where the ships would leave from Africa to the Caribbeans. Okay. Right. And there's a there's a door like when you walk in a slave house, there's two like uh, staircases going to the side, and right there in the middle, you can see there's a there's a hallway, really tight, and at the end you see the shore. But when you go to that hallway, you look to your left and your right, there were cells that were not maybe half the size of this living room, mm-hmm. and they would pack slaves in there. And once you went to that door to the shore, it's called the door no return. So you left. That was it. So they, they actually, I think they showed it in the movie. I'm, I'm, I don't remember. But anyway, I saw this one Senegalese dude in there. I'm like, fuck. And my dad goes, yeah. And then on the, we walked out and I was like, man, fuck all these French motherfuckers. I was so pissed. And my dad was like, I'm right, going to go to McDonald's. <laughs> 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 and things got way better after that. Yeah, right. Happy meal. It changed I, I, everything. Happy meal. Yeah, I, happy meal. I had a toy. I was like, yeah, they, they, you cool. That's a shitty thing to do, though, for your birthday. Go to see that movie? Like, Yeah, this, this is one of those, like, son, I'm going to teach you a lesson. <laughs> you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna know where you're from. I'm like, dad, I studied this in school. You know that, right? Not like this. Yeah, no, no, this is real. This is real. And then Matthew McConaughey saves the day and shit. But it was, go back and watch Armistad if you haven't. I, th- I think it's, like, it's nowhere, like, for the time that was, that was a Spielberg movie, wasn't it? Was it? I think it's Spielberg. Okay. No. I, I couldn't tell you. I can't. I can't look it up. But anyway, um, you want me to look it up? Yeah, it's gonna bother me. Okay, but it, it's like it was the first. Like it was Roots, and then Amistad. Yeah, pretty. There much. was nothing in between, right? I don't. Th- I can't think of anything. Not. I mean, slave wise, I can't. Like a slave movie, and then there was like you know. 28 days of slavery. Yeah, after, after I even that, bought it with that one because I'm like, I don't want that. Then, I got know, PTSD. I don't want to watch that shit. They they started leaning into that shit afterwards. Hold on, let's see here. Amistad, Steven Spielberg, director. Yep. Yeah. Came out in 1997. Yeah, well, there you go. That, yeah, it was a year before I moved here. And I was like, really? You know, cool. you know what movie did that for me? What? I don't know. I feel like we may have talked about this, but higher learning. Uh, The Buster Rhymes and uh, the Ice Cube in it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was one of those that made me mad at white people. And I would watch that shit before school every day. Every day? Every day. I would start it before school, uh-huh. and then I would finish it when I got home, and then I would take that tape out and then put in my comedy tape. Wow. But you I really want to be mad. Oh, I would, now, now, this is what you're doing that to yourself. Hey. This, is, this is a masochist shit right now. If you're saying me, telling me, I just want to get mad at white people when I get to school in the morning. Uh, I, would, I would show up with an attitude every goddamn day, and it wasn't until <laughs> my ice cube. Yeah, about lunch, that's when I started becoming friendly. But the first, <laughs> you caught me before third period in 1997. If you caught me before third period I, and you was white, I was probably a dick. And, and even if I wasn't, I was probably thinking some real mean shit in my probably. head. Probably. God damn. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking Remy looking motherfucker. Just, <laughs> I was angry. I mean, I mean the, I'm trying to think of if there's a movie recently that I've watched that really made me like. That pissed me off. Man, I don't I, I don't really so I don't invest now in movies that make me feel too much. Of you know anything. what? There there's one. There's one show I've watched. And I think that was my dope shit when I brought it up. Uh Your Honor. Uh I think it's on Showtime. Okay. I think your dad. Mm-hmm. 
as a dad, it 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 really hits you. That's what like I've I've it, it I don't know if it's because I'm a dad now, but like well shit hits me differently, of course. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially when there's a show about how far will a dad go for his son? Not in the sense that hey, my son got my my daughter got captured and I got a I was ex CIA and yeah, I'm gonna yeah. blow shit up and I'm I'm a gun expert. No, not that. But like I'm trying to protect my son no matter what. And here's a guy who's a judge who's known. This takes place in uh, New Orleans. And uh, he's a judge, an upstanding judge. He's always fought for civil rights, protect black folks. And uh, his son accidentally kills the son of a mob boss. And as a judge, he's trying to make sure, once he found out that whose son, his son killed by accident, Mm -hmm. He goes through all kinds of stuff just to make sure his son doesn't get caught. And that's this, that's the entire, it's only one season. But when I was watching that, I was like, yo, this, this fucking hits home. Okay. It really does. It really does. So and like, did the son get off on manslaughter or something? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. It's still out. It's not going to spoil it. Cause the, the way it started, you like, how, how would it get worse? How can it, how can, how can, how can it get worse for the judge? How can it get worse for the son? And you, in every episode, you go, "You dumb motherfucker, <laughs> you dumb, God damn it!" If you're my, I will whoop your ass right now and everything. But I can't do that. But but more importantly, I'm like the the way that it, they 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 shot it and the way that they, they tell the story. It's it's. I mean, it was very like. I would say emotional. Fuck it, I'll say emotional. Okay. You don't watch that kind of shit, like no, no, I can't. I, I didn't can't. expect it at first, but now I want you know two episodes in. You're like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta know what's once happened. you get invested. It's yeah, like I, you can't do that. In. Yeah, like crashing did that to me. Like I, like wait, I, crashing the uh, day. What's uh, his what's his name? The comic. Yeah. Like I didn't realize uh, that was oh, a, Holmes, right? Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was a rom com until I watched the last episode. And then I go, God damn, Judd Apatow got me again. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. Because he'll he Judd Apatow will sell you on some comedy and then and then serve your ass some feelings. And then you'd be like, God damn, now I'm feeling some type of way. At the, I watched at the end of uh crashing, the very last episode, I was just like, God damn, this nigga made me feel something. Like, this is not what I, I showed us? up for. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Uh, I don't know. That motherfucker uh, got me on some feelings. Did you did I mean, what other movie did Judd did do? Oh, the four year four year old version was him too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four year old version. So it's, it's a rom com, but with a lot of fucking comedy. A lot, and then but every one of his movies it hits a point where all of a sudden it's not so much funny and it's more it about, shifts. Yeah, it it's shifts to like the love. Oh, like, now he's got to get it back. Or I mean, like um, Zach and Mary make a, a porno. Man, I was like, I went to go see that. that's a hilarious. I saw the that's the, the best. Trailers. That's a great title. I'll go see that. Yeah, and it's hilarious as hell. And then all of a sudden, feelings get involved, and it's like, Ugh, but I gotta watch how it ends. I gotta yo. There's I a gotta mo- see it. There's now. a movie that did that for me recently that I watched, and I laughed so hard. It's the one with the Keith Stanfield when he plays the telemarketer. Oh, thank um, you for sorry for bothering you. Yes. Yes, I was laughing my ass off until the horse people showed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of romance, they snuck some sci-fi I'm, in I'm on like, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold up, what? Because <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like, wait. The, I mean, the part where he's like, he's beefing with his best friend and start throwing compliments at each other. Yeah, yeah. And then like when he's in the car and he has the windshield wipers with the string. Yes, all that shit. Yes. And I'm, I'm just laughing my ass off. All Danny stuff. Glover showing him how to do yeah, the white voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like this is brilliant. I, I want to know what happens, and then. Horse people. 
And then horse dick. Yeah, horse dick too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you see a shadow at first, you're like, what was that? And like, oh, okay. That took a left turn. Yeah. They 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 came high that day. They <laughs> started writing the script. Uh, it was it well, was. What, what I think they were what, in there. They're about to hit the deadline. Yes, and they were like, "Yo, we, we got like three fourths of this. What are we gonna do for the last quarter? Horse people, fuck it, write it. We can do that. We, quick. we need a plot twist. Yeah, aliens? Nah, that's too obvious. What are we doing? Horse Little dick. people, horse people. Jim, you'll go far in this industry. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. Horse people. How lots are we gonna of, do them? Lots of veiny horse cock. Yes. Lots of it. And do not warn anybody about it. It just happens. You know, it's kind of like... It's like ten. It's like 15 minutes before the end of the, the, the movie. Yeah. That is, you get horse dick. Kind of like um, Matt, uh, Watchmen, the movie, not the TV show, which I love the TV show. The movie, I'm uh, trying to remember. The Watchmen. Oh, the, the blue dude. Yeah, but, yeah. I hate when you're watching some shit and then all of a sudden you get some sci-fi dick. For no reason. <laughs> Why well, I didn't ask for Blue Man Dick. What is what happened to the Blue Man group? They just went <laughs> they went way left on us. What the fuck? Diffuse into one and then their dicks got together. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a combination of all of their dicks in my face at once. And I paid thirteen dollars to be here to watch this. I did not go to the movies, but I, I saw that shit in the movie. I so it was about six feet long on the big screen. It, Big nah, ass blue dick. I, I don't sneak dick on me. If you ask, I'll probably say yes, but you don't have to sneak some dick on me. Yeah, but if me. it is, it's got to be something special about it. Then there's any case it's blue. Sci-fi if it dick. A, if it was just a, if it was just a regular one, it would have been in passing. Yeah, a regular one would have been like, oh, here's a dick. All right, cool, done. Yeah. Like or, um, or like uh, uh, like on the hang on the Hangover when old yeah, boy hops out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little dick, run. You yeah, know, gone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Quick. But if it's gonna be, if it's gonna show you like full frontal. Like, got it's got to be on a horse body. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be something, something else, not just a dick. So they did their job. You fell for it. You paid for it too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was two hour. It was a two hour dick joke. It was all of this just to get you to look at a dick. Did you know before you went? Hell no. Oh, Hell but no. in the comic book, isn't that? Isn't he naked? I don't. Uh, I don't read Watchmen, so I don't. know. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, when I saw the Watchmen the first time, I wasn't into the comics. I knew it was a DC comic, but I didn't really know much about it. This is like early two thousands. I didn't really know a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't care for that. But kind I of saw shit. the I saw the trailer and I was like, "Yo, this looks dope." You know, it's a different universe. I'm I'm into escapism big time. Uh, so I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's check it out." And I'm, this is a good movie. This is a good movie. That's a blue dick. I'm out. So <laughs> <laughs> you took off. Where are you going, Aaron? Uh, I can't, man. I was nah, not 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 for, not for me. Not, you you no. tell me how it ends. I, they saved the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we yeah, out. Yeah, they dropped a jar. They dropped a, a large squid on New York. That's how it ended. Oh, okay, word. Okay. Well, what, what, what's more believable? The blue dick of the giant squid of New York. I'd have to say the giant squid is more believable <laughs> than that dick. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. The way that Correct. this world is going right now, yeah, it was more. It's more probable that we'd have a, a giant squid fall on Manhattan than yes. somebody got a dick that go to their knees. Yes, outside and, and of East space. Africa. Yeah, it, well, and outside of fucking universes, there's some other planet, yeah. some parallel universe. Like, hey, your dick can live there? All right, whatever. No, nothing. Oh, you, you guys still need dicks in the future, because I'm... <laughs> you, I figure you would have gotten past this by now. <laughs> Madam President. <laughs> What's the evolution of dicks? Blue ones? Blue. That's blue. where we're not going. Not black, not gray, not white. Mm-hmm. Blue. Blue is nope. the future, son. It went from blue balls to blue dicks, and they hang low. We t- take your kids to watch the watch <laughs> They've already seen it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and and you'd be like, and this is right when we walk out, son. Nope. 
Yeah, that's why I tell you him, and I tell my daughter, you don't never let none of these. <laughs> see that? Yeah, you don't want to nowhere dick, near run. that. Yeah, no, 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 none of that shit. No giant Smurf dick for you. No, no. <laughs> can't have that. Mm mm. Mm mm. It's a bit shit. much. I, I don't do. I don't do superhero shit. Really? No. Because here's the thing. Every superhero movie is the same. Like, there's a trope. It's called a trope, right? Yeah, it's called a trope. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's like, here's a dude. Nobody asks him for shit. He's just regular-ass dude. Mm-hmm. And he gets his powers. And he realizes he got powers. Mm-hmm. He got to learn the powers. There's a montage of him training. I watched that piece of shit Mark Wahlberg movie. That's your first problem. The Infinite. Watch, no, no, it wasn't my pick. Watch, watching Mark Wahlberg anything is no, a no, problem. No, 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 no. Hold on. Mark Wahlberg, yes, he has some good ones. The Departed was good, and then The Departed. That wasn't his movie. It doesn't matter. He's in it. That was the point I was that trying was to make. Leo. Yeah, okay, but that was it was in it. Leo, that was a good role. But anyway, uh, Pain and Games actually I liked it because it was Matt true Damon story. was in it. Matt Damon is. Yeah, yeah, it has a good role in there oh, too. God. No, but anyway, it's like yeah, okay, you, you're gonna find out you have powers first. You're gonna be denying it, and then you're gonna be like, oh shit, I do have powers. I'm gonna learn. There's montage. Let me train and figure out how this shit how this shit works. And mm-hmm. they go go through some machines, and and then next thing you know, I go on my first mission. And I fuck up because I'm I don't control my powers that well, mm-hmm. and then. Somebody tells me basically how to make it work, and then from that advice, I make it work. And then next thing you know, I'm the badass. But at one point, I get too big headed because I'm like, I think I'm the shit. So I'm gonna break whoever helped me. Where I'm gonna act like an asshole, and I'll come back and apologize and save the world. That's every superhero movie. That's the first movie. But what happens after that? That gives a fuck. I'm done. See, I that's, done. that's I'm a progression. I'm a progression type brother. Yeah, right? but don't. Prog- okay. I want. I want to see where you go from here. We all know that's how it's going to start. You can skip the first one. How many Spider Man's and Batman movies are going to make? It's the same shit. Well, okay, that's 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 a money trap. That's what that is. But all I right. mean, when you look at when you look at the rest of the Marvel shit, like you, there's a lot of things like they're telling stories that are like you know deep cuts and I, shit. I, I get that, but here's the thing: you're trying to compress. Years and years of comic book stories into a two-hour movie. So not anymore. I will. I well, will okay, 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 okay. Dispute if, you if on you that. Make, okay, okay. But they they they've planned out the entire universe and how I, I I like the 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 universe aspect where you know things are linked. But chances are they probably are in a comic book as well. But my point is my my point is you're unless you're actually expanding the universe. But if you're just doing it, hey, we're going to do a superhero movie. What was that shit on Netflix with uh, Charlie Theron when they were like fucking... Oh, the... the they were the immortals? Old guy, the old guys? Yeah, the old, the old guard. Or, the old guard, the old, old guard. guard. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, don't. Don't you want to know? It's I, I the same watched shit. it. I watched the fuck out of it. It's it was, the same shit. It was people, the pandemic. We all watched the fuck out no, of no, the no, shit. No, no, no. Look, this is how bad it is. It's like some people are born immortal. So they're immortal and uh, there's an ambush. They get shot. And then they survive because they're immortal. And then the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, so these immortal people, they were babies at one point. Because there's one character towards the end of the series that's like, she's the young mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. If I don't see, she's immortal. She gets, she's a, uh, she's a soldier in the army. She gets yeah. shot and she, she doesn't die. And she's like, why, why am I like that? I'm like, so you're immortal. So that means you're a immortal baby at one point. Unless it just turned on. No, apparently not. Oh, well then. Well, fuck it. I might be immortal too. Goddamn it! Oh, I'll throw you in traffic. See what happens. Probably. Can nothing. you be, can you go to jail if I if I take if I take your immortal baby and throw it into traffic and I know it's not it's not gonna die? Am I going to jail? Of course you are. Why? It's That's immortal. a piece of shit move. But it's an immortal. It it's not matter. gonna hurt. It's not child endangerment if the kid can't die. First off, you're black. Well, okay. 
So you definitely go. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It's, it's over. The yeah, conversation's over. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a mortal. Okay, or not. I'm, I'm, I'm Justin Smith. I'm, I'm white. I wear my head backwards. I is wear it a khaki black shorts. It don't matter. It's a baby. If it's yeah. a black, if it's a black baby, it's a ra- it's racist. It's not. It's not <laughs> it's, a challenge. Yeah, you're going, you're going to jail if you're white and you throw a black baby in traffic because <laughs> that is a hate crime. Yeah, um, it's a hate crime. But so I, I will say yes because. You even if the child is immortal, you've endangered the child and other motorists on the road. Therefore, yes, you will go to jail for throwing an immortal baby on the street, even though you know the baby's not going to die. Yes, because you put other people's lives in danger. Okay, I throw it. I, I, I throw it off a bridge. Why are you throwing babies? Because <laughs> it's immortal. I just found out my baby's immortal. I mean, start slow. Arsenic. Like <laughs> no, you, you ain't go straight to throw it. It's probably it still hurts when they fall. I, I have a cannon that should have fucking. Yeah, he's not Gonzo. Me. Don't shoot the some bitch across the circus tent. <laughs> <laughs> but this that this is how bad the series are. It, it was because I'm 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 watching this and I'm like okay, that whole crew. And then by the way, and and their names are like boring as fuck. It's like T Bar and Joe, Mace. No, no, it's like. Joe and Sarah. It actually was. You're right. Yeah, yes. some stupid, like, yeah. common ass. They should have been like, oh, I'm... Greg! <laughs> That's what it was. I haven't seen you since the fucking First Revolution. Yeah. It's like, no, bitch. I mean, give me some funky names. Hold on. This is what I'll say. Uh, like Cyrus or some I, crazy I, fucking... Yeah, give me... A, yeah. Yeah, Sarah or Greg. Where's Odysseus fuck? at? Where You know, give me yes. a... Give me a Plato. I mean, yeah. I mean, they've been living for for centuries. You should have a you should have an old ass name. You shouldn't have to. You, you have twenty five names. You can just pick from whatever era yeah. and name you want. Yeah, and people think it's a throwback. Yeah. If you walk out like, "Yo, my name's Eurocles," they'd be like, "Oh shit, nigga!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't met one of those. Can you spell C- that? Yo, Caesar, my homie, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um. The uh, so yes, that was lame. But uh, like the what they're doing with the Marvel universe, like I dig it. Right. Like that's the way that they've. Uh, where they've taken these characters and they all start off just the way you laid it out. Sure. But then, but then events begin to progress and happen, and you see these characters go from being one thing to another. Like if you look at the uh, story arc of uh, the character arc of uh, of Tony Stark, right? Sure. Iron Man. He started off the exact thing you just laid yeah, out. Yeah, the cocky motherfucker. The, all that yeah. got humbled. Then the next yeah. one, he comes out and he's really filling himself with the powers. He created mm-hmm. another suit. That was supposed to be for Terrence Howard, but he a dick, so they got Don Cheadle in there yeah. to fly around in the shit. And then he overcomes that. Then the third one, he comes crashing down to Earth, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I went a little bit too far. Ego got away from me. I need to be humble, come back down. And then, But then throughout the course of like the next seven to ten years of movies, and he's not in every movie, yeah, you, yeah. Watch, you watch this guy go from this cocky asshole, playboy, philanthropist motherfucker, yeah. to actually... Having a conscience, somebody that actually gave a damn about the well-being of other people, and you and you're it's, along, yeah. you're, you're along on this trip as well. And not everybody is on the same character arc as him. It's not like everybody collectively is going up and down at the same time. There's people that are going through their own paths, and they have their movies that cover that. But I, I love the progress of. Um, I used to say Jay Z was my favorite rapper because mm. of the progression from where he started to where he ended. I don't say that anymore. I don't say Jay-Z is my favorite anymore, but for a long time he was, and it was because anybody can stick around for a long time. Anybody can be Craig Biggio and collect 3,000 hits, mm-hmm. but it's what do you do along the way? Are you, are you the same person you were at the end of the journey that you were at the beginning? And Jay-Z went through so many iterations and so many different sure. things, uh, and that's what I respected the most about about him was how how much he progressed from that dude that was selling rock 
you know, in 95 to fucking having three kids with Beyonce. It's yeah. a hell of a character arc. All right. Like, I, no, no, okay. Uh, let, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Um, it, it, it's always weird, not weird to me, but when the typical story of one dude saves the day is get gets old. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going to pick, uh, um, this random dude and then he's going to figure it out and then he'll save the day. It, it, it's always, and then he'll get help along the way and then there'll be a chick and there'll be an old man. Dude, that's what made Thanos so dope though. That's why no, Infinity but, okay, War, okay, that's so, why Infinity War hit because yes, they lost. Yes. So they lost. I, I'm, 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 at least in that sense is different. If it's a, like a one-off. Oh, like, it's going to be trash. Isn't You can catch it on Netflix. Yeah, that's catch what it I'm on saying. Netflix. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So is this Black kind of Lightning. shit that pissed me off? I'll see you eventually, Black Lightning. Maybe this is going to be one. No, it's a there's a, something on Netflix called Black Lightning. Netflix needs to stop. Oh, they've been <laughs> Netflix they, been no, they can't. They, they, they green light. They've everything. been shooting them motherfuckers Yo, out. Did you see the trailer to the movie Karen? Like Karen is in the, like, the movie on oh, BT BT original production called Karen. Is it about Karens? Yes. Is my mom starring in it? I, I hope not. I probably no. So it's it's literally this black couple moves into the neighborhood. the 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 um, The neighbor across the street, her name is Karen. Of course, her name is Karen, and she oh. does everything she can to get him kicked out of the neighborhood. Sound like Lakeway Terrace? Didn't Samuel no, L. Jackson it, already make this movie? It, it's like it's like a a bootleg Get Out. But maybe BET. You have to watch. You have Everything to watch. that BET puts out is a bootleg version of something else. No, no. But I mean, it. People were. I mean, I, I, I hate when people say that. I'll say it anyway. People are having a blast on Twitter roasting the shit out of that trailer. It dropped like last week, okay. but it was so funny because it's the, the the white woman who plays Karen is she she she, she can't have another role now. I mean, it's not because the entire the entire trailer, like a minute and a half, two minutes, it's just her going. Oh, we need to get him out of here! Oh, you people, this it's, it's every racist shit ever. It's like Michael Rappaport with um, Higher Learning. Like he will forever be Remy to me, even though I don't look at him in a negative connotation. But like Michael Rappaport, as an early twenty-something-year-old, played Remy in Higher Learning, uh-huh. and every time I saw Michael Rappaport. In anything after that, I go, oh, it's fucking Remy. Like, everything. He was always the skinhead yeah. that killed Tyra Banks. And then said, fuck you, Malik. Fuck you, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael Rappaport got funny later. He did, but he, I, if you... He can't, he can't if, separate if you came, the two. If, no, I can't. If you, if you came up watching Higher Learning, especially if you watched it every day before school like some of us did... Like no, like you did. Nobody you would else. know Michael Rappaport else. is Cheat Remy. Him. Nobody else did what you did. Oh, there's a couple of people that watched it like that. Y'all need to start a convention, a Facebook group, or some kind of it'd meetup. Be, it'd be me and four white guys. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> four skinheads who think that Remy was the hero of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Ice Cube and Buster Rhymes. No, this no, is no. The dude. They were actually auxiliary pieces, too. They weren't yeah, even they main were, pieces. Were. But it was all about, you know, uh, Omar Epps, who was the the fucking star That's of the 90s. That's right. I Omar, Epps Omar Epps and Tyra Banks doing that thing with her tongue. 
That's God she did damn. that thing. With that, I would watch I, that shit again. Actually, she did that. Her tongue curved in a way I ain't seen a tongue curve like before or after. She Tyra got this thing. She I said Tyra, 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 Tyra. <laughs> shit, <laughs> man, Tyra. <laughs> That's what Tyra. Yeah, was, I, 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 I need to watch because I, I watched it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I think I watched it in English. I wasn't friends, but I watched it in English. I, was, I mean, I was a huge fan of Boston Ryan. I was like, oh, Boston Ryan's in the movie now? Sure, why not? Do you remember Who's the Man? Who's the Man? The movie Who's the Man? I can't remember. I can't think. Why could I not all, think? All 90s rappers went in. It's, it's Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Oh, yeah. Become cops. Yes. So yes. This, okay, so let me. I got I to say it. So my, my boy is our shout out to Izzy. Uh, he had it on, uh, on VHS. Okay. And at the time, I was like, he was like, yo, I got this from Lebanon. I don't know where the fuck he got it. Like, <laughs> from Lebanon? No, he's, he's from because he used to go to either Saudi Arabia or Lebanon on vacation. And he would bring back shit, okay. like games and stuff. But anyway, he was like, yo, I got this movie. It's like every single one of our favorite rappers is in this shit. I'm like, who wants to see them act? Yeah. And, and we were like, no, you don't understand. This is funny. And my English was not as good back then. But I'm trying to think like who um, Colin Quinn is in there. Damn, that's a shout. Colin yeah. Quinn is in there. Dennis Leary plays the the chief police officer. He was hot back then. He was the chief. Yeah. So Ed, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover, there were the two, and they were named Dre and Dre and Ed Lover. Be- Bill Bellamy, Bernie Mac is what was in the it. Plot? I, I can I got I've got like mental pictures of it. I can't think of what the plot was. So if I remember correctly, it's so Ed Lover and Dre. I forgot why they became cops in the first place, but they joined the police force. And they investigate, oh, some dudes, some dude in the neighborhood, like he's, his house got burned down or some shit like that. There was something ha- happened in the neighborhood in New York. And they were investigating it and trying to figure out what happened. Something like that. Okay. But to me, it was more, oh, shit, there's leaders of the new school. Holy shit, there's Guru. Holy shit, there's salt and pepper. Okay. Holy shit, there's iced tea. And it's just like rapper after rapper. And, the, and uh, we had the soundtrack. Soundtrack was dope. Um, uh, I forgot what I what I I forgot what I bring this up. Didn't they have? Um, I watched that shit the again. Who's, the Who's the Man uh, song was on that soundtrack, right? Who's the man? With the man, who's mass the playing? man? Yeah. No, the the real song is Who's the Man? The Master Plane, and they get with a motherfucking gun, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then on this on the soundtrack, it was just Who's the Man? Okay. Who's the Man? Yeah, they couldn't put a nigga with a motherfucking gun. Well, no, yeah. But um, they had that Weinstein money. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that that was that was like one of the first like hip hop movies. If not, it is the the first hip hop movie I've ever watched. What's your favorite hip hop movie? I'm trying to think of some, like hip hop with rappers or hip hop hip hop, like hip hop. Movie starring hip hop artist. Oh, artist. You know, like 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 that movie. I'm trying to think of another one that I. Belly. Okay, Belly. I have to remember Belly though because it was so long ago. Uh, I, I know it's I know it's dope. Uh, I know it's dope. See that year that DMX came out a little bit. It just I don't even know where that growl came from. It's the spirit touched <laughs> me. <in> it. <laughs> that growl came out. Oh, you felt that, didn't? Yeah. No, I have to watch Belly again. I really do. Belly's it's, one. It's one. It's it's, it's kind of hazy for Friday. Me. You count Friday? That? Okay, I take Friday. I mean, it's only Ice Cube. I don't know if you count that, but yeah, it does. Yeah, okay, I think. Okay, no, cool. no Friday. I mean, I know people who like know the entire dialogue of Friday by heart. Like, okay. it has, if a uh, all these hip hop movies, if you can get a good, I would say twenty quotables. Because mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows you got knocked. 
knocked the fuck out. You know, house or, party. Okay, house party is a good one. And house party two, house party three, the one house party four with immature. Nah, it's out of here. I'll, but uh, yeah, house party. I will give you that house party. That was oh, my very first. It wasn't. It was a hip hop uh, like artist, but uh, I remember watching Breaking for the first time in okay. France. Okay. And I I was like, all right, this is it. I'm gonna I've grab a broom. It. I'm gonna go to the front yard and start trying to do what Turbo did. With the broom, that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you watched it and you were a kid, I mean, uh, Breaking came out in like 84, 86? 90, 80, yeah, because in French, it was called uh, Break Street 86. Something like that. Anyway, I was, I was, by the time I watched it, I was maybe seven, something like that. You know, I missed all that shit. I was in the Philippines. Yeah, I missed yeah, all yeah. that. They, they had, you know. <laughs> I missed all so, that some shit. version of breaking over there it was a Filipino. Uh, it, no, it was somebody breaking in my house. Goddamn rebels breaking in my house. It's called broken. <laughs> Eating my goddamn ducks and shit. No, but like it, it was, it was that big. Like everybody, when that, it was kind of like how how you when you got served came out. Okay, and everybody wanted to dance. Okay, oh really? Like, That's, yeah. Is that the vibe? Like real talk? Oh yeah, all these dance movies except for this like step up shit. Yeah, like. When Breaking came out, and there was it was like one of the first movies. Well, there was a uh, Wild Style first. It was okay. Wild Style and Breaking, and but Breaking was like um, Wild Style was like more like street than Breaking because Breaking was still the eighties movie. People dance for no reason type shit. And the Boogaloo, Electric Boogaloo, was like, yeah, this is no, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Um, but yeah, after that, everybody wanted to dance. You got served. Everybody wanted to dance. Uh, step up, nah, not as much. I'm trying to think of other, other like hip hop. Honey, was that Jello? Uh, no, that one was Mariah. Oh, no, I didn't. Like glitter, I, I didn't glitter know. was yeah, glitter, not glitty. No, was it Glimmer? Glitter. <laughs> that was the Jello one. The, the, the Jello with Affleck, right? No, that's a different one. Giggly, giggly, Yeah, that was another one. Jiggly, giggly, we. You jiggly baby, go I ahead, baby. I, I don't know, man, but that that thing had like it was trash. Zero, my well, zero I mean, stars. Honey was trash too, though. Let's not front. Honey was trash too. That one was Mariah. Okay, so what's what's the last hip hop movie? It don't say coming to America. I'll no, get no, you no, out that's of my not a hip hop movie. Well, because it's like you know, there's artists in there that do cameos nah, and shit. That, that doesn't count. It's an Eddie Murphy joint. Nobody okay, thinks okay. that is hip hop. Last hip hop movie. Soul Plane. Shotters. What? Shotters. Shotters? Shotters? Is that a T-I? S-H-O-T-T-A-Z? Was it was T-I in that one? That's not the one with T-I, is it? Yeah, that's um, the one with T-I. But how's it hip-hop if there's only T-I? I'm talking about like there's actually... Well, a, I mean, how, fucking... is, how is Friday hip-hop if it's only Ice Cube? Well, yeah, but the, the soundtrack, the Friday soundtrack was all hip-hop. No, it was oldies. It was all oldies. The Friday soundtrack? Yes. Yes. Okay. You said, so you had the one with Dre and Ice Cube, but it was mostly like a bunch of them old school tracks. Like Keep it, keep Your Ass Ringing was on there. That was the track. Ding, 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 ding Yeah, with Ding, Ding, Dong. Yeah, yeah they had so. two, like two, but most of it was old school shit, wasn't it? Trying to get a better day. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Bunch of Al Green playing on that shit. Okay. This is before Ice Cube went family movies. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. The last hip-hop movie that I can think of is 
dude, there hasn't been one in at least 20 years, but I mean, there's been hip hop artists that have crossed over. Like DMX had a bunch of hot fucking movies. You want to call Romeo Must Die a hip hop movie? Sure. I mean, um, fucking Ludacris is in, is in if, and all the Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious is but in, that, I wouldn't call that a hip hop movie. No. T.I. is in everything and anything you can get on. I just saw something with T.I. and he had like the spot on his face. Uh, I don't know, but she always plays the same role in every movie. I'm trying to think what movie that or was. Or 50 Cent. I, well, remember that 50 Cent movie with Pacino and De Niro? You see that piece of shit? No. Don't. No. Uh, I saw um, Get Rich or Die Crying, my favorite die scene. Die Crying? Yeah, because I did. Um, <laughs> I my, died crying and left. My, my favorite part of that was when he got in his granddad's face. That, uh, fuck you, granddad. I'm going to be a gangster. <laughs> Just, I was like, whoa. Oh, please. Whoa. Please, please. I think, Whoa, Curtis, I, you know calm what? down. I, I, I think it's time for another hip-hop movie, like a good one. Who would you cast? Depends on what the plot is. Or is it a comedy or is it a, is it a street movie? Uh, I would say comedy. Okay. First of all, you're going through a lot of black comics in this shit. No, no, no. Kevin not. Hart will be in there. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, LL Cool J ass. Yeah. Um, first off, it doesn't even matter if it's a comedy or a drama. It doesn't matter what it is. Wesley Snipes has to be in it. Thank you. Wesley Snipes. I agree is, with that. Is, I agree as the casting director of this. He is a national treasure it, to be appreciated and forgiven of all tax sins. Uh, I agree with that. Great in Dolomite and great in coming to, or only great actor in coming to America. Uh, Everybody else fucking sucked. Did you not like coming to America? Have you met me? I mean, why didn't you? Because the moon is not real? Why did you not like? Are, are you? I really don't. The, we haven't had this conversation. Did you not I, like? I, look, I, God. So, <laughs> I think I've talked about this because actually, I watched it with uh, over Zoom because it was on uh, Disney Plus, yeah. and, and I watched it with a couple other friends. I roasted the movie the entire fucking time. It was so bad. Oh, it's so bad. And I'm not. Here's the thing. I did not compare it to the original. Okay. I looked at it as a standalone. And you did not like motion what they picture. Did. And I said motion picture. Yeah. Film. You didn't like it? No. As a motion picture film? No. I mean, there was some plot no. holes. No, but, no, I mean, no. I'm sorry. If if you're going to... It, it, Eddie and even fucking Arsenio mm-hmm. acted like they didn't want to be there. I wouldn't say that. Yes, I did. Okay. Just, but, and, and, and here's... It, it felt like it was... Written by white folks with a checklist. They just wanted to make sure they check all the boxes. We're going to address the trans. Yes. We're going to address trentification. Yes. We're going to address, you know, the fish out of water thing. Check. We're going to throw all the references of the old one, but multiply it exponentially by 20. If that's even a mathematical equation. And then just put think, it on steroids. So we I want those Stone Pepper to come and do a remix of that song. Oh, and then she's your queen. We're gonna put that shit. Oh, we're gonna do uh, who's black and not working? The Kevin Mutombo. Come here. You're done with your commercials. You come and do the fucking cameo. All right, who else? No, no, okay. no. Yes, exactly. We're gonna um, listen. Uh, I, what's the face? And, and I love her, Leslie Jones. I love her. I think she's hilarious as a comic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, you're gonna play. You're gonna play that character. That. Like over the top ghetto ass mm-hmm. black woman. All right, uh, who else? Who else? Who we got? Uh, what's the dude uh, from Thirty Rock? I forgot. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. You gonna play the same dude you play in every fucking movie? 
You're going you're gonna to show your belly. You're going to be obnoxious. You're going to be a dick. You're going to act like, you know, you're the street wise. And then you're going to get somebody pregnant. Exactly. You're going to talk about that a lot. Yeah. Okay, who else? Uh, we're going to need... Uh, we're going to have to like kind of, you know, make it more modern and whatever. So we need to have at least one African actress in it and you will be the, the servant, right? Wasn't Angela Bassett in it? Uh, no. Was she not? The the, the only thing that I really enjoyed, uh, Tiana Taylor. That's the only thing I enjoy out of the movie. That's it. And Wesley Snipes. Shannon Taylor is fucking is the hottest woman ever. Uh-huh. But and Wesley Snipes as an actor, any any anything else was just over the top. And then oh, we're gonna throw Rick Cross because we filmed the shit in his house. Okay, I'm not. I am not trying to persuade you. No, I, I, say, I, take, I, I take a perspective. If I, it's, if it's I, valid, I'll, I'll when say. When I say so. this, I'm not saying this to persuade you either way. Fuck a disclaimer. Come on, bring it. You say you, it felt like old white people made it. I say it feels like an old black man. Did it because that's what Eddie is, and Eddie, his humor is still based in his the shit that he thinks is funny is still the shit that he thinks is funny. So when you've got somebody that hasn't been in the limelight that might be a little out of date because he's a granddad now, mm-hmm. these like the humor you found in that was granddad humor. Him drawing back to the days when this shit was legit and 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 whatnot. So maybe the reason you didn't like it is because you were looking for this to push the envelope, but all he wanted to do was just get his friends together, pay homage to something he did a while ago, oh. and make a little money off of it. Sure. And, th- and, that, and that's all I thought it was. I'm not, I'm not shitting on that part. I'm sh- I'm, You're I'm shitting not... on the actual work itself. Yes. Right. But, okay, so but if, the actual uh, work is from somebody who is dated, I, I, whose, I, whose ideology I, is dated. I, I, I take your perspective, and I think it's valid, and I completely agree. From a production perspective, from a... If you if you take a step back from it and you're like okay let's let's look at what the circumstances as far as who's involved right you no know, yeah it is Eddie he's older he hasn't done much in a while he hasn't had a hit movie in a while and now he did Dolomite which did I thought you like was Dolomite great. yeah Dolomite was fine yeah okay. but and Wesley was the best part of Dolomite yeah yeah it was but and, and that was actually true to Dolomite's story mm-hmm. um, but when you're going to retell the the entire first coming to America in the second one no and if if you're going to make jokes. About there's this one this one part in the movie that that's just when I was like this is this is over this is some bullshit is when the the African girl the only legit African person in the entire cast um he's walking with the prince in the gardens and she's like oh I love America I love your movies I love your 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 stuff and and in the script the guy goes. Oh yeah, what do you love about our movies? We do sequels nobody wants. And he looks at the camera. <laughs> that right there says You don't like breaking the fourth wall? No, not like that. Not in an obvious way. It, it, it's like when the title of the movie is Taken, you're waiting for the motherfucker to say Taken. Taken. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of those things. Like you, you could have done the scene without that little huh, get it? Get it? Okay. It's a sequel, nobody asked for it. Fuck off. It's too obvious. Like if I, and and I get and I get that the humor from from the first one doesn't necessarily translate to today, mm-hmm. and I get the whole let's reintroduce you know the the story of you know the fish out of water story, yeah, and get you know tell the story from the other perspective, from the prince's perspective, and all that. I, I get all that. Soul Glow didn't come back. I thought that would that would have been dope. But anyway, we got sexual chocolate. Yeah, we got sexual chocolate. I was waiting for him the whole time. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, 
but uh and the the the, the barbershop i thought was dope too the the the, yeah, the characters but yeah that's that's classic you can't fuck that up but as a standalone movie it felt like they tried so fucking hard and it does it didn't feel genuine to me and i'm not look and, and again i'm not comparing to the other one i'm just saying you you know what notes to hit just to get a cheap laugh perhaps but like um when eddie gets to queens in the first one it goes you know hi what is it, hello whatever he goes, fuck you yes fuck you too you can't replicate that shit no, you can't. exactly so find something else so you're not even you're not even considering the part of the story where the pandemic hit and they kind of like had to just fucking wing it at the end as far as production goes and they didn't know how they were going to get it released and they just like i feel like the pandemic hitting kind of fucked off what they were going for but that's to an every, extent. but every, that's everybody Everybody yeah. was making movies or and they, production, and they anything. fucking held, and they and people have criticized shit that's come out that was not, halted by by the pandemic. So uh, I still watched it. I know you still watched it. I don't have to like it. You don't have to like it, but I mean, you are grading I, it with a you are Sherlock Holmes with this shit. Yeah, that, I don't like that he was wearing fila. <laughs> in they the were jungle. not African. There were yeah. no Africans, and I didn't see a Senegalese motherfucker go. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Nobody then, drives Lexuses in Africa. Yes, <laughs> and this is Rick Ross's home. It's like, all right, we get it. So uh, let me put it this way. Um, I'm all for, and, and I know this sounds like there's gonna there's a huge butt coming um i'm all for you know support black because that's what people were saying when it came out they were like yo support black you know uh movies and and actors i'm like great by all means they all got paid they they killed it it it, i don't know if it broke records or not people still got on disney plus or wherever the fuck it came out to to watch it amazon prime amazon prime yeah everybody got to get on amazon prime watch it fine it it didn't at the end of the day it's like yeah, you're reintroducing an old story to a new generation. I get it. It works. I'm not knocking the hustle behind it. I'm really not. I'm just looking at it from you just the want art to form. Done better. From the art from the art per, art of making a movie. And I'm not a fucking movie critic. I'm just telling you what I think. Um f- from the as a piece of work mm-hmm. and as an art form, I'm sorry, but I was way half ass. You're a prude. Huh? You're a prude. You're a movie prude. I am a snob about this. Yes, shit. you're. A I'm a snob prude. about music. Yeah. I'm a snob about movies because mm-hmm. I know what I, I know what that's what I'm saying. I know what I like when it comes to watching shit. And so, <laughs> I'm not gonna. It was my sister's time. Was on Prime actually. <laughs> uh, and I watched it with three other people who didn't have to pay free, for it for free. And you still it was on Zoom. Still mad. <laughs> still mad over some free shit. <laughs> this nigga here you can't take a nigga nowhere this motherfucker just still mad over some free shit <laughs> bitch still can't cook <laughs> I, I, I shared it once <laughs> I, I told people to watch it and fight for themselves Oh, all right. So the original question was: If we were doing a hip hop movie, who would I put <laughs> yeah, in yeah, it? I forgot about it. I don't Wesley be going. Snipes would have to be in it. Fucking, I was twenty-five. What's up? Uh, Wesley Snipes would have to be in it. Okay, that was a big parenthesis, but now you know how I feel. Yeah, and and so I'm glad to know we're on the same page. That the first name out of my mouth, I, I'm cool with Snipes. I am. Cool so it's with already Snipes. a winner. We've already won just because of just because we. But agreed. it's not a hip hop because it's Snipes. He kind of represents hip. Oh, New Jack City. 
He, sure, he kind of represents hip hop, but he's in the movie. Okay, okay, he okay, got, he's in it. He doesn't have to it. be the main role, but no, it, no, no. He's in it. Um, you said this was a comedy, right? Yeah. So Wesley Snipes, um, you gotta have Wes. I'd I'd have Cuban in a small capacity. Yeah, because uh, uh, Cube would take over this. Yeah, he's got he's got to have a small role. Um, you ever seen Cube in a small role since yeah, higher man, learning? Yes. Yeah. And what you can, nigga, this is old Cube. All right, you ain't you ain't commanding. Uh, all about the Benjamins money no more. All right, you can be you gonna be, but we'll give you a players strong club title. was dope. Players, no, players club was yeah, good. that's shit. Um, but even in players club, he wasn't a big role. Yeah, he wasn't. was in it. Yeah, 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 you know, and he could be like that. We make him a boss or something. You know, somebody they got to deal with. Okay, um, put him in a different something that shows him in a different light. Um, I would throw Snoop just for the fuck of it. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with him like that. But Snoop as an actor? No, 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 no. Uh, but the name I'm about to drop, Migos. I don't fuck with Migos a lot. But what, what would they bring? This is a movie. You need a cast. You got to fill it Throw up with Drake life. over Migos and be done with no, it. No, 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 no. We don't need Jake from State Farm out here. <laughs> I, I, if you put Drake and Lonzo Ball next to each other, I'd get it wrong every time. I would never get it right. Every one of these light-skinned motherfuckers look exactly the same. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but I don't, that, need, I don't need Drake confusing my you, audience. Let me, do you need all three of them? All three Migos. No. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know their names. Huey, Dewey, uh, and Louie. Uh, offset, Just give me offset, two. Offset, Quavo, and the other one. Just, uh, Passion, what's his name? Give me enough Migos that it, that people understand it's Migos. Um, <laughs> well, hold on. What's the third one? Quavo, Offset. Uh, I don't know. I Scrooge, don't... what's his name? Oh, Dewey. Oh, Theodore? Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Quavo, Offset, and Theodore. <laughs> and Simon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, bring, coming to the stage, we got Quavo, motherfucker Quavo, Offset, and... Simon. Simon. <laughs> Simon comes out. If you listen to Iambic Bantameter, uh, <laughs> we can't do this. Simon's the DJ. Nobody knows about him. Yeah. Um, I don't know because. Okay. Okay. Who else? Okay. You get two Migos so, out right, of three. All right. This is how. This is how I'm. I'm putting it in my brain. Like now, you've got me actually working. So if you're gonna put, a, if you're gonna have a hip hop movie with a bunch of stars, all the cameos, I'm thinking it's got to be something kind of like a, uh, like a, uh, Enter the Dragon style. Like this is there's a, a tournament, right? For whatever reason, where okay. there's a reason that all these characters are being introduced, right? It's like rap battles that get to the last bosses, Eminem. Yeah, but not rapping. Or it just be whatever. Like there's there's a uh, uh, there are a con- a con- the, the the constant throughout the movie is that there's all these obstacles that your your protagonist is going through, and each of these people are somebody that they would interact with throughout their uh-huh. journey to get to the end of the movie, uh, whether it be. Um, you know, a battle or rapping or whatever it might be, because I haven't put in, I haven't flushed out the plot enough to get there. But these are all characters. Well, who's, the that main, you would, who's the main dude? Because the main dude that would help if you figure it, figure that part out. Like, who's the main dude? Like, who's? Here, here, I don't know it. any current hip hop cats, but I'd say Michael B. Jordan is the main dude because he's going to get asses in seats. Yeah, but that's not hip hop, man. You, no, no, but the main star doesn't have to be hip hop as long as he's surrounded by hip hop. Okay, here throw Common for some reason. Common? Yeah. Why? Because Common will get the Why? girls to come watch it. We don't need Common to get the girls. You know who I will have? Here you go. Fuck it. Boom. Um, let's Michael B. Jordan, I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to set your little ass right here. Uh-huh. And uh, Red and Meth, go on and take a seat. And they, Okay. That, Comedy. And, yeah. How high was funny as shit. And, uh, and so, all right, here. So did you watch, do you watch any of the verses? Yeah, uh, it depends. Which did one? you see the Red and Meth verses? Yeah, I didn't like it. Not my favorite one. No. But... Um, 
RZA did come out and say, y'all need to make How High 2. If I got to front the money, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, bet, then I guess we're doing it. So I guess... Um, there was a How High 2 already. That shit don't I, count. I know it wasn't, but that, that I'm saying shit don't count. Yeah, but if it went but, straight to VHS, and uh, VHS was still a thing. And uh, I mean, but if RZA is going to front or produce the movie, whether it's How High or whatever, starring Red and Meth, then I'm down. And you know, RZA's into the not the Wu Tang, the uh, martial arts shit. He's in the kung fu movie mm-hmm. shit, so he can put together a script where we can have all these different entities interacting with Red and Meth. So I will keep Wesley Snipes. I will keep Ice Cube. I got it. And I will kill. I will keep Simon, Quavo, and Offset. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> We're the I can't even name a, I can't even name a single Migo song. That's how bad it is. Um, it bad and bougie. Was that okay? Oh, I, I, um, I, have, I have a plot. I have stir a plot. fry Migos. That's the only song I fuck with. I don't fuck stir with, fry. I don't that's even my know. Shit right that's, there. that's a horrible title. It's oh damn. Makes me hungry. Get some boners. Um, I'll kill some boners. I know you kill some boners. You'll suck on some boners too. Mm, I'll isolate that noise too mm-hmm. and put it <laughs> put a, and tag it I, right after yeah. the other one. All right, um, have you ever played um, the Dev Jam games on Xbox? Yes. Wait, uh, Fight for New York. Xbox? Yes, I have it. I still have it. Okay. The yeah, Fight for New first, York. When it first came out back in the day, it was like uh, kind of like Mortal Kombat or whatever. It was with Def Jam characters. It was like yeah, that was the first one. And there was a second one, Fight for New York. No, I didn't play Fight for New York. I played the first one where you had like LL and um, who else was on there? Yeah, I remember the first one. Where now, it was like one-on-one. Yeah. This one, so the Fight for New York one is... Can you grab it? Let me see the cover. Uh, I think I have it right here. Fight for New York. Oh, shit. Yes, I, I did play that. Yes, this yes. one. Dev Jam Five for New York. Yes. So here's the plot. Yeah, this I mean, is the exact it, one I was thinking it, of. In there, you have, I mean, they're all in there. Buster, yeah. Havoc, Prodigy, Sean Paul, Elephant Man, even Covenant Electra is in there. Fucking. Lil Kim. Uh, Lil Kim. Exhibit. Exhibit. That's There's right. Man, Bubba Red Sparks. Luda was in it. Yeah, I Luda was in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you take that, you turn that and shit into a movie. You don't, you don't have to do all the fighting stuff, maybe a little bit. Well, you but have like to. The, the top dog, Snoop, is, the, is Crow. He's the bad guy. And then his right hand man is Buster Rhymes. His name is Magic in the in the game. So you can't recreate this game into a movie, even though it'd be dope. No, but I'm saying like it's it's one of those because you play you play a nobody mm-hmm. and trying to work your way up. Yeah, and trying to prove yourself. Elephant man to this gang. Elephant man was in there. Yeah, you know who Elephant man is, right? Yeah, I know who Elephant man. Okay, is. good. Yes, just making sure. Um, but you Shana do something Paul, like that. Shana. Yeah, do yes, yes, and I would have, that's why I would say I'd have like um, Ice Cube be like. A boss, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like somebody you got to get through to get whatever it is you need to get to get onto the next. To you know, like say it's like a a, a scavenger hunt. Yeah, and then Kevin Hart is just the the elf that just gives you some no, no, artifacts. Uh, Kevin Kevin Hart, <laughs> you know what Kevin Hart is? The midget that gives Be, you artifacts. Before every fight, Kevin Hart is lowered from the ceiling. <laughs> this next match is for the fight for New York Championship. Y'all shut up! Don't pull me on this rope. In this corner. Fuck that nigga. Put me down. Put me down. Oh, they're pulling me back up. <laughs> it's over. I'll be back. Yeah. I'll be back. Next they round, make I'll be him back. worse than like fairy wings and shit as he comes down. Oh, that would be down. so good. So good. All right, man. We've been talking for two hours, I think. Yes. We've been Almost. talking for a minute. Um, um, My dope shit? Yeah, go We already ahead. talked about my dope shit. Is the, it? Marvel movies and stuff. I think that shit is dope. Like, yeah. Uh, Loki in specific right now. I love what... The, I love what... Um, 
Marvel and Disney Plus are doing with the TV shows. Uh, they've been engaging. Yeah, they, so is, is that the new thing now? Because uh, with Falcon and the other one, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> Falcon and, and then, the uh, other one, and uh, uh, and Wandavision. Yeah, this whole series they come out once a week. Yeah, they don't release the whole season. Nope, it's appointment viewing. You gotta you gotta watch it, and then you know once it's released and you can watch it anytime. But like, oh wait, like um, today is Tuesday. Uh, so tonight at like two a.m. they'll be dropping the new episode of Loki because it drops every Wednesday. So two a.m. Yeah. If you catch it, two, I, I'm nerdy i'll be there at two o'clock in the morning watching that shit um but what they've done with the tv shows is legit i mean falcon and the winter soldier it's 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 a good like switch of format instead of a three-hour movie yes you can actually flesh out a story in a season absolutely instead and that's of so like great. a two-hour now we're getting to see more of characters and getting to see who characters i mean there's one thing you see them in a movie and they got a couple lines and they do a couple cool things but you don't really know who they are like that was the right, thing about right, right. wandavision is uh wanda maximoff and vision Although they had big parts in the movies, like you didn't really know who they were. You know what I'm saying? It was, it, you know, to go back to the analogy from the very beginning of this show. It was like, uh, like having an interview with somebody, mm-hmm. right? And the movie, it's kind of like a press conference. Here's a question. Here's what it is. This is me, basically. Right. And the WandaVision show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's like a podcast. You're really getting to know them. You're getting to know what makes them tick, understand them, and you're getting a story that maybe isn't big enough the story itself to be on the big screen, but it's important enough to this character that we tell this story. Mm-hmm. And through telling this story, you are going to uh, care more about them and you're going to learn more about this character and you'll be more invested in them because of this show. And we're going to take our time and do it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier could have been a six-hour movie if they wanted to do that. Cause, Probably uh, nobody has that time, though. Uh, Pandemic I mean, nobody, over. Yeah, no, 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 no. Unless they're going to do Kill Bill style. But, uh, yeah, nobody's going to watch a six-hour movie, but a six-hour TV show spread out over f- six episodes, an hour each. Yeah, or so. Easy. That's, gonna, that's that, easy piece. You yeah. can watch that back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, whatever, binge that in a weekend. Um, and it tells a story, of a very good story, of how Sam Wilson, the Falcon, um, Anthony Mackie, mm-hmm. how he went from being a sidekick to believing in himself and feeling that he did deserve the mantle of Captain America and then stepping up to it. It's the same trope I talked about earlier, isn't it? To an extent. You get some powers, learn how to use it. He already had the powers. He already had the, he already had the powers. He's already been a superhero. But this is him taking it's, – it's about more than uh, becoming a superhero. It's about him taking up a mantle. And for – like for me, it was dope because it really addressed what it means to – like he had to address the thought of what it means as a black man to carry the stars and stripes of America. Like he struggled with that, and so oh, he, okay, that's deep. Yeah, I so, respect that. Yeah, so he went back and it's met, not just nigga with wings. No, no, no. It, he had <laughs> he had to go back, and there was like a uh, after Captain America was in the ice, frozen and shit. I'm assuming all of y'all niggas have already seen it. Um, after this, I have, and he's just spoiling shit out of it right now because you're not gonna watch it. Oh yeah, I forgot some time. I'll, that, I'll, you have way I'll too much devil. shit to go on, but just just know, you know, I was like, and, and when I, you do get free time, you'll be like, I could watch that. Or I can watch DuckTales in French. First of all, I've watched all, I've watched all the new DuckTales already. It's over. Three seasons, it's over. But I'll find some anime to watch or some shit. Yeah, you'll, you'll find yeah, something better. But I, I like Falcon if I'm, and if I'm bored, If I'm really bored, I will. I, I, always, I always give every series I start three episodes. If you give any of these Marvel uh, shows three episodes I guarantee you'll finish no I mean once I'm in it's, yeah. it's, you'll, you'll I'm be in. in three episodes if you give it three can episodes can I do it in two can I do it in two yeah two 
Yeah. I, I didn't even watch the fucking the uh the Star Wars shit. Mandalorian? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking great. Okay, okay. I'm not going to start. I had this conversation with Carter Anderson. I can't. I can't. I, I'll sum it up. For, do you like Westerns? Mm, funny ones. Do you remember? And this is this. I don't think they made it here. Terrence and Terrence Hill and Bud Spencer. You, you know who that is? They, no, Terrence and Phillips. No, not Terrence and Phillips from South. <laughs> now Terrence Hill and, and Bud Spencer. No, they uh, they're Italian actors. Okay, actually, this, this is my. I'll make that my dope shit because uh, they made these what they call spaghetti western. And the thing about it's like a, a a skinny pretty boy, and Bud Spencer is this big dude. But they get into fights in every movie, but the, and the fights are fucking hilarious. Okay. And so Bud Spencer, it's it's not even punching; it's just fucking bitch slapping dudes that do two backflips. And this is this this came out in the seventies. Okay. This came out in the seventies, and in France, we're getting all of their movies dubbed. Um and uh that's the kind of western I love because it it was it was rugged and I fucking love the fights and they were they were uh, Bud Spencer um I think he passed away a few years ago uh but he was like a a politician back in Italy. Oh, okay. Terrence Hill was um he was doing sitcoms. He went back to doing sitcoms. He's in, probably in his eighties now or something. But in the seventies, Pretty Boy. There's one movie I would recommend. It's called, if I translate, Two Cops of Miami. Basically, Miami Two Vice. Cops in Miami. Pretty much. It's these two dudes. So they meet randomly. They always end up meeting somehow. That's the thing. Like, they don't know each other at the beginning of every movie. It's always them two. And they meet up somehow. And then they end up finding the same goal and then bitch slapping motherfuckers along the way. Tango and Cash. Yeah, I was thinking with cash, but not like that. Okay. Um, actually, funny. Okay, so actually funny, funny tango and cash. Yeah, funny tango and cash. Yeah, right. but and so, um, they did so two cops of Miami. Well, yeah, this place in Miami, but they they, they become cops together, kind of like who's the man type shit. Mm-hmm. And then same thing, they try to investigate some stuff along the way. They do the fight scenes. Just go, just go to YouTube, and and search for Terrence Hill. And Bud Spencer fights. Okay, I can do that. Look that shit. We'll, we'll, look, we'll watch it. After. I'll show you a couple of clips when okay. we're done here. But that's my dope shit. Go look it up. Terrence Hill, Bud Spencer. Uh, I grew up with it. They were huge in the 80s and the 70s. Um, so I just come up with dope shit just off the top of my head. Can I, can I throw a, an honorary real quick one out there that I, I think you'll enjoy? Um, yeah, I'm going to try. My daughter, man. I'm gonna throw you don't throw your daughter? No, no, no. no don't, please don't throw her in the traffic. She's not... <laughs> She's not immortal. She's not God immortal. Damn it. She's not immortal. Uh, no, but my, my daughter did some dope shit this past weekend. And every now and then she does this shit. And uh and I just like I have to fucking salute her ass. Um so my kids, they have the nicknames, like uh, we call them the snitch and the grinch. Uh-huh. My cause my son is a snitch and my daughter's a grinch. And she does some grinchy shit. Okay. So uh Saturday, we went to the pool. Um side note, I was just started the, the the Delta Eight was just starting to hit when I got in the pool, so I was a little faded. Um, we get in the pool and the Delta my, variant, Delta Eight, not the Delta variant. No, nigga, like I am, <laughs> going to the pool with a, with a coronavirus. No, 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 no. Delta Eight. It's a THC extract. That's oh, another story. okay, okay, fine. Um, we're in the pool and my daughter, she's three, 
and she's got her floaties on and she's been learning how to swim a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting on the side watching her and she's like killing it, right? She's got her floaties on, but she's kicking and she's moving around the pool, getting wherever she needed to go. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's killing it right now. Mm -hmm. So I get into the pool on the deep end and I see her uh, swimming over to me. and She's got the biggest smile on her face and she's all, daddy, daddy. And I'm thinking, oh shit, here come, you know, in my mind, I'm like, this is my nigga coming over. She's, and my son's splashing, jumping stuff. And she, I stick my hands out for my daughter as she's swimming up. And then right when she gets to me, like her expression changed. And like she kind of went dead eye and she pulled her hand out the water. She had a fucking squirt gun and squirted me right in my fucking face. And I was like, That's some guessing shit right here. Yo, straight up. I was just like, I went from, Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was so excited to see her. I didn't even know she had a water gun, but it looked like some shit out of Commando. It was some Arnold Schwarzenegger shit. She just swam up on me and then pulls this gun out the water and just starts blasting me in the face. And uh, that's some dope shit. Like, my, my daughter is. How old is your daughter? Three. Yeah, my son's three and a half. She's three, man. My, the, my, my son does. My son does this thing where we play hide and go seek. He used to like, like I used to just you know watch him go and hide or whatever and pretend. That's usually it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. And then one time he did it, and and usually when I go back or and he just comes out and start laughing. This one time he didn't say shit for ten minutes. I didn't know where the fuck. Them, I didn't know where it was. <laughs> I looked in the house. I looked everywhere. I'm like, I started panicking. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Oh, that feeling is the worst. Oh, yes, it is. It is. And it was a big house. It was a uh, uh, his mom's sister's house in Dallas. And and I'm like, I don't know where the fuck. It, I mean, it's a huge house. They have a they have a house in the back house. Like they, it's, you know. And I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm 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 yelling backery backery backery. He's not saying shit. And I stand on top of the stairs. And he he just and. By the time I turned around, he, just, he, he was uh, hiding under the bed. He didn't say a word. He just creeped up. and He just figured fucking, out the rules of the game. Yes. And I'm like, don't you ever do this shit again. He's just laughing. Yeah, I got you, daddy. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. You didn't get shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we never play like this that. game ever Next again. Time I, and let's, let's just keep pretending that I know where you are and I don't know where you are. And then I know and I find you and you pop out and say, hey. Hey, just, just keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Yeah. That's how that sneaky shit starts. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't yeah, play so that game. Note to self, my daughter and your son don't need to be around each other coordinating. <laughs> we, no, we're going to have like, like, like play this and shit. I, I kind of want to watch. Uh, yeah. 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 I want to watch. Just, just see what, what happens. My daughter tell him, cock it to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it side. No. And my son will go, Oh, like this, and that, because he's he's already like pew 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 pew, and right. like, what's the pew 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 for? What's you just fucking? It's like, yeah, no, this is gun. Yeah, like, how the hell you go to a French school? <laughs> you learn about, about guns. guns. You know about guns, and yeah, he's doing not like we watched Iron Man once, the first one. Uh -huh. The next day, he went up to school and beat up his friends, and 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 like, oh, and every day we get a note. So, oh, you know, back where he was like this today. He napped. He ate well. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, he was very aggressive today. Did something happen at home? I'm like, fuck, we watched Iron Man the night before. Oh, you can't put that on Tony Stark. No, because, no, because he loves the Black Sabbath song. Oh. Da, na, na. He loves that song. He, he knows the words. He's like, is he alive or dead? He, he knows the words. Right. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's Iron Man. He loves the cartoon, too. This is like a mm -hmm. Marvel and Disney Plus yeah. and all that with the, you know, big heads and little bodies. Yep, and shit. yep. And um, he's like, yeah, I love Iron Man. And I, he had the, we got him the glove. 
He got the mask, got Sp- Spider-Man, everything. Yeah. And then we started watching. I was like, yeah, let's watch the movie. Why not? You're you're two and a half. What the, what's the worst thing that can happen? And that's what happened. We went to school. It was like, I'm Iron Man. Listen here. Don't let them people at that school mess with your brain, all right? Because that's what two and three-year-olds and four and five-year-olds oh, do. That's I, I, look, them. I, I, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, yeah, this this just being a kid. Yeah. But at some point, you got to be like, I don't know what the cutoff is. I don't know what the age is like, yo, this shit ain't funny no more. Like, uh, this ain't cute. It, probably it, not till elementary school. What's that? How old is that? Like seven. Yeah. Okay. You got to wait till they get through kindergarten. Because like, my wife is the director of a daycare. Oh. So, and both of my kids go to the, the daycare that my wife is the director of. Uh-huh. So she sees my kids interacting with kids their age. She sees kids their age every day. She has to deal with kids their age. So whenever I'm, whenever I'm kind of like you, I'll be like, What's this bullshit they're doing? She goes, they're just doing it. That's yeah. yeah every, just, every, every kid, kid that age, that's, that's exactly. age appropriate. If they're doing something not age appropriate, she'd be like, that's a problem. Yes. But it, like that stuff, that's age appropriate. My son already does this thing. And <laughs> as soon as I know my son is not gay. <laughs> Let me say that first. That's how I know my son's not gay because every time when he starts, let's say we're at the park. Right, and we're playing. We're playing soccer. We got the little gold things and whatever. And then, as soon as the girl walks up, doesn't matter how old, could be a mom, it doesn't matter. That's when he starts showing off. Like he'll run and pretend he's falling and roll over, yeah. trying to do that shit. Like, yeah. hey, look at me. Like he does it all the time. And and every time he does something, he doesn't look at me. He looks at the girl. Always, he always at the girl. Like, did you see what I just did? Did you see what I did? And then and then I'll be like. All right, that's 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 good. Popcorn player, <laughs> yes, and player. you're cute. So you can get away with this shit. You're you're you know half Arkansas, half African. Like this is you'll be all right. Half <laughs> Arkansas, half African. Yeah, his mom's from Arkansas. That's where he at right now. Oh man, yeah, that's some country that, shit. I don't know. And what, French, and he's, he's bilingual already. I don't know what concerns me more, the African or the Arkansas part. The French part will probably yeah. like couldn't. Because African and Arkansas got some aggressiveness, but that French side will tuck and run so fast. Yeah, that's true. The French got get aggressive too. What do they do? Throw crepes at you? No, the French, they're never happy. The French are just grumpy by nature. They got their ass kicked in every war. No, don't don't throw that shit at me. No, they're just never happy. You know the difference between when... when uh, um, And that threw me off when I first moved here. We got to end this at some yeah, point. Yeah. But... Uh, um, in America, especially in the South, when you say hi to somebody, how you doing? They go, oh, I'm great. Mm-hmm. I'm great. I'm good. How are you? In France, they don't say great. They say not bad. If you if you gave a French person them boner things, mm-hmm. they'll never say, oh, my God, this is delicious. Or this is, this is awesome. This is dope. I'll recommend. They'll go, yeah, it's not bad. They always flip it to the negative to give you backsided compliment. That's how the French are. The, the French lawyers, lawyers will fucking strike and de- and protest in the streets. Lawyers? Lawyers. For doctors. What? Stupid shit. They want, you know, like retirement, age, that bullshit. They want to work less. Oh. Law- yeah, lawyers and doctors. They'll Human strike. rights shit. They'll, they'll, they'll strike. Okay. You ever seen that shit happen here? Nah, not no, no. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The, the French never happy. They the, were, the French are the. You thought American tourists were bad? The French are worse because the French were actually cut in line. The French, the Americans are respectful. They be assholes because they expect shit the way 
you know, they're used to back home because, you know, fucking yeah. America. But the French will not only be rude to you and not make an effort in your country, but also treat you like shit in the process. Try to skip the line, try to negotiate all the time. I've like never heard this before. Yeah, don't go to France. No, don't, no go to France. But what, careful so with French me? people. No, no, they're not going to rob you, but I'm saying careful who you fuck with. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a different energy. Okay. The French are not excitable people like Americans are. They sound like my type of people, which is making me really question who I've been as a human this whole time. Hey, dude, 23 and me, you got some French in your ass. Uh, 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 well, his, na- <laughs> his name is Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, this is so is my dope shit. Where can people find you? We talked about the Great Area Podcast on Hot Pie Yo, you Media. Can, you can find me uh, on Instagram uh, at the Aaron Cheatham. Uh, check out the podcast at Podcast Gray Area, uh, hotpiemedia.com. I'm on Facebook, Aaron Cheatham. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, but I wouldn't because there's nothing to see there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Instagram's probably the best way. Uh, YouTube, I got some shit up. I need to, I need to get better at posting stuff. I've been recording a lot of things, uh, and I haven't posted. Just drip them. it like they say. Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm holding out for the album that never released. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know all right detox yeah that's where i'm I'm on that detox i recorded the album in september 2019 and niggas is like when's this album drop and i'm like yeah uh about that the comedy album yeah oh, okay i cool. recorded it uh recorded two shows in the blind tiger comedy club down in san antonio uh and i never released it so it's it's the sitting hell, there man. it's Just sitting there waiting it on to happen. youtube so, i'm done well that's the problem we'll talk about it later okay. um but yeah just that's where you can find me y'all can find me uh you know Gray Area Podcast, uh, Podcast Gray Area, or on Instagram at the Aaron Cheatham. And thank you for having me back. Oh, thank you, it. thank you for for coming. Appreciate it. Uh, as always, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere. Follow at Hip Hop Bingo on Instagram. We have announced we're gonna have some announcements to make when the next Hip Hop Bingos are gonna be. So make sure you follow that. Uh, other PSA, yeah, just just share the shit, man. I, I I'll say this. I forgot to say this on on your podcast last time, but. Probably people won't hear it because we've been talking for two hours. Uh, I I like the fact, and I think that's how we ended last time on on your show. Yeah, I like that. There's a lot of podcasts, you know, popping left and right. There's you know, there's enough for everybody. Um, but I I'd like to see more like crossover shit, like we just did. Oh, for sure. Because um, you know. Sky's the limit. There's plenty for everybody. I think a lot of people. I've met. I've met a lot of funny motherfuckers mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. Uh, There's a lot of talent in Austin. A lot of people are trying to do their own thing. But at the end of the day, if we're all kind of you know trying to be funny. We're all trying to make it out here. So yeah, we get a lot further. We work together. Exactly. If you have a podcast, invite a comic. Invite another podcast on your podcast, and vice versa. You know, I, I think that's how we grow. That's how we support each other. And uh, that's how we make this shit moving. So I'm all about that life. Real talk. If anybody watching this, just get at me. You want to get on the gray area? Hit me up. It ain't hard. Fucking send me a DM, slide in DMs. I, I mean, I'm down to have conversations. Yeah, like you invited, anybody. You invited me within like the first time I talked to him. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, did. I mean, I really did. Yeah, yeah you did. You're like, I did. Yeah, you come on Legit. my show. Yeah, you come on my show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, if you, anybody that watched that podcast that came out, they dropped last week. Um, Two weeks ago now, yeah. whatever, whenever it dropped. If you watch that and then you watch this, you've got like fucking three hours of conversation right here and entertainment 
from us two on two different platforms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And who knows what else we can do, what other shit we'd get into. Man, if you want to do work, holla at back, holla at me. You know, we come. you come on Gray Area, I'll come on your shit. And you know how much content you can put out there? You never know what type of chemistry you'll have with somebody till you, you know, sit yeah, down and, exactly. and work with them. And you never know, man. Change your whole motherfucking life real smooth. Well, c- coming to America still sucks. Let's make that clear before we wrap up. Anything I'm going to give you a boner. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a boner. Oh, that was good. That was good. All right. On that note, we'll talk to you next time, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Ciao, ciao.